When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Girl, baby. If you, had, if you had a vagina, I'd fuck it. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. A W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Dixon Cousins, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The drinking show with a serious podcast problem. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who wouldn't fuck Vic with his brother Joe's dick and producer Chris Pushing. It's Andy, everybody. Let's talk shit. What is happening, Andy? How's Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course, the link to our Patreon. Featuring at least two new bonus episodes every single month. I was just on the Drew and Mike show on Thursday. Yes. I have a monthly segment with them now. Yeah. And we talk shit about Chelsea Handler oh, yeah. and her podcast. Well, that's a great subject. And so well, I put that out as a little mini bonus episode on our Patreon. When I was on Anthony Cumia's show, I did the same thing. So you can yeah. get on there. We're putting out content all the time. Right. And you can Patreon check out. Patreon is totally worth it now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it wasn't before, but it is now. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called True Crime Obsessed. This is a suggestion that came in from at Winter 337 Andy and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by two people, Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavilla. And these people are very excited with themselves. Yeah. I think it's one person and one hyena. Yeah. This fucking guy is out of control. All right. Let's get right into it because <laughs> I want to play a clip that kind of sums up the show for me. Mm. This guy laughs at everything. Like even Stavros from Come Town's like, I, all right, that's too much that's laughing. exactly what I thought. Relax a little <laughs> bit. Tell me what's even the joke here. He's cracking up in the background. Explain to me what's funny about this clip. Ted Bundy is on death row. Right. It's 1980. Like, it's over, sweetheart. It's done. You're going to that goddamn electric chair. It's just happening. So sorry. But, like, this is just the... F- right... <laughs> He's just losing his mind. Oh, yeah. She's just saying things that are factual. There's example after example of her saying something that is not a joke and him losing his shit. <laughs> So I thought we would try something, Andy, because it's actually really impressive that Jillian's able to podcast while he's just laughing at nothing the whole time. I wonder if you and I can do this show with right. Patrick just laughing yeah, randomly in the background. It's not all distracting the time. at all. No, it's normal. This is how you know that a show's funny and fun. Right. When a gay man is cackling like a lunatic yeah. throughout the entire thing for no reason. Right. This is the number one podcast now because it's a laugh riot for no reason. By the way, True Crime Obsessed is a huge show. Right. With a huge following. Yeah. Inexplicably. There's no reason for this to there be. There is a specific reason, which I'll get into. Uh, okay. Nothing new. 
It's not going to be any new territory. All right, Andy, do you have a, a clip that you think sums up the show for you, my friend? Well, oh, well by the way, I should mention, I'm sorry, I answered your question and I cut you off. Something that I always make fun of podcasters for doing. <laughs> I should mention, I listened to the Ted Bundy episode because it was about, what these guys do is they watch a documentary or true crime documentary and then they explain every single part of it while playing clips to also explain every single part of it. Yeah. Basically adding no value. Right. To the documentary at all. Hmm. Now, I watched the Ted Bundy tapes documentary series. So I was like familiar with it. I'm like, cool. Since I already know the subject matter, I'll see what their take is on it. Yeah. And it, I it's, learned nothing new. Right. They added nothing to they, it. They added nothing. In fact, when they would start playing, I'm, I'm probably ruining all your bets. No. When they start playing the clips from the actual documentary, you're like, oh, I should just go watch that. That actually sounds really good. It's well produced. It's interesting. Correct. Yeah. Who, I mean, who wants to listen to people scream talk over clips, right? Nobody does that, right? Get, get anyway, a little, get a little cute with me now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my clip eight is my sum up. This is where he's learning. It's all about raising money. And the political strategist is back to say, like, we felt like for Rod to be known as more than Dick Mel's son-in-law, you got to have a million dollars. We said, Rod, you get that. People start taking you seriously. He would go anywhere to raise money. And there were no limits back then. So he was raising 25,000, 50,000, 100,000 at a time. He raises $3 million. He gets elected governor. He does all this great shit. So it's, I, I made a mistake yeah. and I listened to maybe the most boring episode you could possibly select. It's the one that. How would you know one's more boring than another? Well, how would you judge that? I, but after listening to it, I would. So a politician was corrupt. Wow, <laughs> you know, like I, we were listening. To, producer Chris was over last night. We were listening to McMillions. Okay, which is another thing I'm familiar with. Yeah, but that is just like they, you know, the Monopoly game at McDonald's. The mafia was. Right. Yeah, when, that's you know, another one that I got bored watching. I was just like, yeah, I, don't give a shit I mean, about it was, it's an interesting. It was a little too long. It's an yeah. interesting series, but to listen to them talk about it, we just turned it off. We usually have a lot of fun listening to these podcasts yeah. like before, and we're just like, ah, this is boring, right? And the one I listened to was the Rod Blagojevich, yeah. Chicago mayor, governor, whatever, turning corrupt, and it's just I, I don't care about this, and I don't care about you screeching and hee hawing over it. Well, you play clips of a better produced documentary. It's not really documentary. In the, in the I'm going to say it right. Yeah, thank you. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. It's not really in the vein of true crime when you're talking about the McDonald's Monopoly scandal or Rod Blagojevich, however you say that. Yeah. <laughs> None of it is really shit that you're interested in. You want like death and murder and rape and pillaging and. Correct. <laughs> a couple other P words. I mean, at least that's uh, <laughs> fascinating because you can't relate, but. A, a politician that took money that they weren't owed that's not interesting at all you can't relate to murder and rape are you gaslighting me andy <laughs> is this how you try to cover up yeah yeah I'm, all right I'm throwing people off of my trail i also want to point out how fake these people are because i think it's important to note that they're not being their genuine selves at all in any single way you can tell from the ad reads so the guy Patrick's doing an ad read. Listen to the reactions that he's getting from his co-host Jillian. We got this amazing brandless popcorn, which is like cheddar <gasps> cheese and like salty buttery. Speaking my language. <laughs> we got these amazing gluten-free pita chips. <gasps> but, but then we got like a little flipping spatula that we use to like flip burgers. What? It's some garbage website that sells fucking everything. Yeah. And he's explaining that he bought like random nonsense. And I got to zoom in on when he talks about pita chips. Yeah. Listen to her reaction <laughs> yeah, to right. pita chips. 
pita chips. <gasps> Shocking. You would think this woman weighed 500 pounds the way she reacts yeah. to food. She doesn't. But that was my, I just assumed, I'm like, oh, this is a very large, obese woman is that, who can't wait to eat pita chips. Is that Chairbreaker's sister? Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. But no, <laughs> it was not. Yeah. It's just someone who's overreacting to ad copy and trying to pump it up a little bit when it's really not that exciting. No. You bought popcorn on the internet? What? <laughs> it's amazing. Super. Just everything has has to be pumped up to make you believe that you're listening to something interesting. They're shot out of the cannon from the very beginning. Yeah. And it sounds like it's sped up too. I usually listen to podcasts that I'm reviewing on the show a little bit sped up. So I don't waste all of my fucking life doing this. <laughs> you know, I want to have some of my life not listening to shitty podcasts. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't if, with this if, one. It's too if, fast. If you listen to this on two X, you, yeah. you there's your no way. brain would explode. Yes. <laughs> and he's proof. Also that they're definitely doing a lot of hard work with editing. Oh, I want yes. You, if you would play my clip two, yes. called "Rain in the Hysteria." Listen, it, this isn't an interesting clip so much, but you got to listen to right at the end when listen to Patrick mm -hmm. starts losing his shit. They they have to like cut it off because right. it's just like, how long how long do we have to let this go on before <laughs> we get to the rest of the show? Well, this whole thing opens with Rod Blagojevich. Oh, God. That's the, that's the only time you're going to hear it. That's precise. <laughs> so it opens with him. Yeah. And how hard cut on. There's a lot of examples of that where you could tell it was cut because he's laughing too hard and then he just starts talking straight. Yeah. So you know that they cleaned it up. In fact, the other reason why you know that they do a ton of editing is because they play outtakes at the end. Oh, my Did God. Did you hear this? You know what? I... Didn't tapped get to out the end. at yeah, like smart. 10 minutes from the end smart. so i never even got all right well that. here are some hilarious outtakes you know how like they put the outtakes of a movie or something mm -hmm. and a comedy and at the end and maybe it's cute or it's a little bit funny this has none of that charm and then <laughs> i'm so glad i was pre-warned to not call him handsome because the look on your face you're not here for that i'm shit. not I i'm know. not i know he also says, when I met Marlon, I was attracted to him because his wife could cook good sushi. <laughs> we also find out that during this campaign, Ted got laid for the first time. Yeah, in Walla Walla. Okay. Ooh, that's a real place. Why did that make the cut? He was laughing hard at it, just like everything else. What's the difference? What doesn't he laugh hard at? They promote their Patreon a lot. Oh, God, yeah. Which they have 37,000. And there's a million ads. There's a lot of ads. They're raking there. it in. Yeah. People actually, I was reading a lot of reviews mm -hmm. on this show because it's highly rated mm -hmm. and a lot of reviews on there. One of the things people bitch about, they're like, you have 37,000 patrons. You guys really need to read 17 ads every <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, fuck you. It seems like a lot. So he's promoting the Patreon and all the reasons why you'd want to sign up for that. You guys, you get complete episode by episode coverage of The Jinx, The Staircase. Serial. Serial, Making a Murderer. All of our mini episodes are extended outtakes. It's all commercial free. Yeah. Extended outtakes. Jesus. Oh, Hello. remember that thing that we decided wasn't good enough for the show so we cut it out? If you pay us, we'll let you hear it. Why? Uh, if they cut out everything that wasn't worth putting in, there would be no show. Right. Jesus Christ. They, they probably have like a random editor that just goes in and slices things here and there because I couldn't tell the difference between what made the cut and what didn't make the cut. No. As I'm listening to these outtakes. It's not like they're they're yelling F slurs or something fun. Like that right. would be a fun outtake. Yeah. They, at one point they do an ad for uh, clip seven is honey. And I realized that honey is just throwing money at all the worst people. Oh. Because 
Do they not I, have my email address? Yeah, they probably sh- you should probably should get in on this because another per- I've been keeping tabs on a previous person because I want to see how their podcast is going, uh-huh. and I realized that they do an ad for Honey too. So I cut them in at the end of this. Let's see oh, if you okay. can figure out who's okay. also getting Honey money. Sounds good. Oh, uh, girl, Honey is back. All right, look, can we start off by telling the people what Honey is, and then I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, so here's the thing: everyone shops online. Don't act like you don't. We all do it. I know that you are all about to jizz in your pants and your panties are wet. But first, before we get started on this week's episode, you know the motherfucking drill. Honey, baby. Oh, oh. Honey, you guys, the reason this show is able to happen is because of our sponsors. We were talking about Call Her Daddy. Fucking thanks a lot, honey, for keeping that asshole on, on the air. Oh, she's doing really well, too. We were talking about Call Her Daddy when I was on Drew and Mike. And one of the things I, I might even have pointed out on this show, too. One of the things I learned about them with all the articles that came out with uh, the falling out they have, yeah. Dave Portnoy coming out and everything. Their audience is mostly women. The people who listen to that show are actually girls. And it's like young girls. She's talking about jizzing in her panties right. to 14 year old girls. <laughs> and it's gross. Yeah, it is. gross. It's, I, I not a fan. That one was, they had Miley Cyrus on, which is just. They had Miley Cyrus on? Yeah, she was her. She went to Miley Cyrus's oh, house God. and interviewed Miley How Cyrus. How fucking annoying does that sound? Miley Another Cyrus's one where I was just grating. like, I, I was just like, I can't listen to this. Because yeah. like I said, I was trying to find like a reason to talk about her more because I'm hoping that she's, you know, you know hitting the skids because of the controversy yeah, and all yeah. that. No, it's, still, it's still going apparently strong. Apparently she's doing just fine and getting bigger guests than ever. That's, but it was like a super boring. That's interview. interesting. Ad copy. Guys, after you get done jizzing in your pants, get the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> Promo code WATP20. Yeah, yeah. For free jizz and shipping. Jizz. Don't, don't jizz on your razor, guys. I'm joking. It's a joke. Oh, I don't want to get the fucking email. I just had my razor and now it doesn't work. I electrocuted myself. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Let's talk more about ads because that seems to be what we're doing right now. Uh, this is an ad read that's just awkward. And I'm sure he's ad-libbing and you can hear that it was edited and it doesn't make any sense to me. You guys, Robinhood, bottom line, it is like the simplest, easiest investing app. Even a gorgeous, thin, beautiful, amazing-haired person like me can figure out how to invest. Okay. So the Why joke. Are they letting the guy that has the worst speaking voice do all the ad reads. So the joke is, even a gorgeous, thin, beautiful, amazing-haired person like me, amazing-haired. Amazing I mean, he's obviously ad-libbing, but they're editing so much shit. Why not edit your ads better? Why not make your? Why not have your ads make sense? Yeah. So maybe you sell some products. And by the way, this Robinhood app is really—it's a way to trick people who are idiots right. out of their money. Yeah. Which is the opposite of what Robin had did. <laughs> and uh, this Nub Nuts talks about using this app. It's an investment app, if you didn't know. The Robinhood app is super simple to use. It's super intuitive. Yeah. It really, truly is easy and fun. And I'm one of those people now. I, I own two stocks, and I check them every, like, 15 minutes. Oh, my God, congratulations. It's just another. <laughs> the, the children. I wonder what his stocks are in. Astroglide. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had penicillin. He owns two <laughs> stocks, Andy. And he's so excited to use the Robinhood app to check his stocks. And of course, they have to use the word that just grates on me. But that's the point. It's a great way into this world where you guys, we should be adulting a little bit totally. more. <laughs> Yuck. Fuck you. 
Guys, why don't we start adulting by using an app for children to trade penny stocks? They hit a lot of like sore spots with me. And, <laughs> yeah. Shit, they t- we'll, we'll get to it, but... I don't know if he did this on your episode, but on my episode, Patrick Hines is right out of the gate singing. Good fun. Oh, I yeah. can't wait to hear this. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It's not just for gays anymore. Yeah. He's really feeling it. Hmm. And it reminded me of another character who's way over the top because this person is not really who they're pretending to be. No one's that gay. Oh, sure. He's, he's acting yeah. like he has seven dicks in his ass at all times. <laughs> yeah. He's not that gay. There's no way. Right. But that did remind me of another character. The whole world's gone to hell, but how are you? I'm super. Thanks for asking. All things considered, I couldn't be better. I'm a thing. I'm feeling super. No, nothing bugs me. Everything is super when you're... Don't you think I look cute in this hat? <laughs> it's like... He's like an unfunny big you, gay nobody, nobody can keep that kind of energy up all the time. You wouldn't look at, want to. Look at Robin Williams. Look at how he ended oh, up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just got dark. <laughs> Andy. Uh, but he does laugh at uh, a joke really, really hard when, what's her name, Jillian? Yeah. Says that somebody is a dumb bitch. This is a hilarious joke. What a great punchline. To Patrick, yeah. But he fucking falls for it. I know. This dumb bitch. <laughs> he falls for it. He looked at me. If he thinks that's that funny, the next time I talk about Chrissy Mayer, I want to have this guy co-host. Sure, yeah. Because the fucking names that I call her, way funnier than dumb bitch. Hilarious. I mean, since we're on the subject of Jillian's great jokes, let's hear my clip for... The episode really opens with Blagojevich's wife, Patty. Oh, God. And, and is she a Patty? She's really a Karen, right? She wants to see the manager no. right oh. now. Oh, yeah, I, that might come out later. I mean, I, I, I won't put anything past anybody at this point. As my late grandfather said, I know trust in nobody. So who the hell knows? Are these punchlines? Are they pretending Ooh, to have personalities? Calling somebody a Karen? Wow, no. that's not... 30 minutes ago, <laughs> two minutes ago. So fucking Still talking about now. Karen. Jesus Christ. And we'll get, there's going to be later, our next, the other segment I brought, another hack talking about Karens. We'll get to that. All right. Well, Stop, hope- Stop calling people Karens. I, there is at least one Karen who listens to our show yeah. regularly. Okay. And I do feel bad for her that that's become a derogatory term. Okay. But I have to say, when I was reading the reviews, all of their listeners are Karens. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, that's who their target audience is. They're calling out Karens. These are women with no friends. <laughs> yeah. The people who listen to this. It's all women, of course. It's true crime. And none of them have friends. I, did, I, I know that my sister is a big a true crime person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I... Texted, I was just like, Do you know anything about this show? She's like, Oh my God, I, it's my favorite show. I'm a patron and I went to see him live in New York City. I was like, Fuck you. You can't even give WATP five. You're, you're on this podcast, Patreon, but not your, the show that your own brother is on. You she, can't. She's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're pissed? She's listening right now. I'm she's, sure. Fuck she's dead you. To me. Why isn't she calling in then? She's a fan of the show. I have a thousand questions for her. <laughs> Most of them are the word why. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what happened when you were growing up? What did Andy do to you yeah, yeah. to make you think this is entertaining? Andy dropped you on your head one too many times. Is this because your brother's Joe? Is Love this ya. why you do this? 
Well, let's see, Carl. What else do we got? I mean, did we both do laughing supercuts? Yeah, I think it's so. when you when you're looking at the waveform when you're doing your editing. It's very easy to find the laugh part. Yeah, yeah. It was the easiest supercut I ever did. I didn't make it super long because I knew we were both do this, but my clip three is the laughing. <laughs> the opening credits I, <laughs> I just left a little non-joke in there so you can see what he's laughing at it's like speaking of supercuts there's another thing that they overuse uh, that's super fucking annoying and that would be the word girl yeah girl girl girl, girl. yes girl Ooh. i was like girl 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 <laughs> girl um girl well girl 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 <laughs> Girl, 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 girl. Yes. Girl. Good job, girl. Yeah. Even my super fan sister, I, I said, what What are their like crutches that they lean on? And she's, she said, it's girl all day. They both call each other girl. I listened to a, an episode about Ted Bundy, and I pulled out all the times they were actually referring to girls. I wanted this to be a pure super cut because there's lots of girls in that story. Sure. That was just them talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and it was more than half of them yeah. using the word it girl. Was, it wasn't the... Topic relevant girls. It was just them calling each other girl. Correct. Well, hmm. um, they get political. I don't know if they got political in your. Oh, well, it's a political. So they obviously have an agenda, and uh, right out of the gate, this happens. Girl, what are we talking about today? Just arguably one of the worst people I've ever heard about. Yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> are you saying that because he's a Republican? Well. <laughs> Just kidding, Republicans. We love. I love that we have like Republicans and some conservatives who listen to our yeah, podcast. They're not all like Ted Bundy, everybody. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, then there's some Nixon bashing because in the year 2020, we're all still bashing on Richard Nixon. <laughs> if I have to watch one more goddamn image of Nixon with those two fingers, I know. I, I can't stand I it. Can't. Yes, you are, sweetheart. You are a crook. Um, oh. <laughs> She's what? calling out Richard yeah. Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> take that, Not Richard to, Nixon. Take. And who's forcing <laughs> you to watch images of Nixon? <laughs> I know. What are, you, what are you looking at? What are you talking You're about? You're looking it up. Too soon. Fucking oh. idiot. All right. So the reason why Ted Bundy was able to get away with shit is because of his white privilege. I don't know if you knew that. Let's I mean, find out how more. white people get away with everything. Let's find out more. <laughs> We're just immediately with the privilege. Like Ted Bundy, like can make a phone call to some literary agent right. and make this deal, and then it's like, okay, sir, right? What? I know. So the reason why the Bundy tapes exists is a pretty fascinating guy. I don't know. It's because he's white. Most serial killers are, yeah. but he's also charismatic. He took his crime spree on the road to multiple states. It's a very interesting story. He escaped from jail a couple times. Sure. And he's like, hey, I want to contact a journalist. Said, hey, I want to give you my memoirs. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that. And they're like, Psst, fucking white guys get everything they want. <laughs> this guy was, was killed in the electric chair. Fucking white privilege. Yeah. Here's, here's another example of them talking about his white privilege. This is why he got away he got with to, him. He got to get killed in the electric chair before everybody else, Carl. He got yeah. to jump oh, in the front yeah. of the line because of his white privilege. <laughs> right. And, it's so insane. Like, these people are so bad at this. How did he get away with it over and over and over again? Yeah. You know why? And I've seen this all over Twitter and Facebook. Because he was a white guy. Yeah, because no one, every, all the, everyone in authority was like, there's no way that dude who looks like me could do this. There's no 100%. way. There's no way. 100%. So it's not because it's not women were stupid and believed him and got tricked into his car. Their theory is, because he's a white guy, he was able to be a serial rapist for years. Because... 
Black guys have never done that, Bill Cosby. <laughs> There's never been a black guy who's been a serial rapist that got away with it for a very long time because they were charming and everyone liked them. Yeah, and rich. Yeah, and rich. And they just like their personality. And by the way, he goes, oh, it's just because white people see him and they see themselves. White people hate other white people. Tom Myers. Yeah. Opie. <laughs> Stuttering John. The list goes on. What do all these people have in common, Andy? White people. White men. Terrible people. And by the way, in this episode, they explain why he was able to get away with this shit for so long. The guy studied the way the police handled crime. It gave him access to a lot of crime statistics. And he saw what the police did and what the police did not do. And he saw all sorts of places where somebody who was smart enough could take advantage of the chaos and the lack of consistency from one jurisdiction to another. So they explain that this documentary explains the ways that would get away with it is because he kept moving and they didn't transfer the records over to the next state. So they didn't know, they didn't have a description on it, they didn't know what was going on. And this is information that they should know about. And they go, he got away with it because he's white. Yeah. <laughs> you're adding nothing. You're actually, you're taking away information that's already there. Yeah. It's not because women are trusting or cops are bad at their job. <laughs> right. Because he's a white man, <laughs> a straight man. So, all right, I, I do want to take a second here, Andy, because I, I copied over some uh, some reviews that I was reading. Oh, can, can we, before we move on to that? Yeah, yeah, of course. My, my clip, uh, let's see, clip 12 is kind of related to this. Oh, yeah, Bl- yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of waiting for his court appeal in, pr- in prison like a normal person, they put him on The Apprentice because of his white privilege. <laughs> okay. Your, uh, Not clip, because of his celebrity. Right, clip 12. We all know, based on OJ, based on R. Kelly, yeah. the whole idea is we're getting ready for the trial. They're going to make him famous and because they know it's harder to get a celebrity convicted. And I'm thinking, obviously, OJ is the worst person in America, but he was a fucking celebrity, right? Yeah. Same with R. Kelly. Same with all these actual famous people who get acquitted. Rod Blagojevich is not famous, and putting him on The Celebrity Apprentice, where he's making jokes with fucking Sinbad, is not going to make him famous. It just makes him the butt of the joke. Yeah, and usually if you're someone, if you're like a black kid when you're awaiting trial you're in prison they throw you in Rikers right. but he's awaiting totally. trial and he's yeah. on television with Trump so great thank you right. thank right. you everyone for everything white privilege white privilege you get to be on TV with, you get to be on TV with, with Sinbad. Sinbad and Trump an unfunny famous comedian it must be white privilege right and they're comparing him to OJ <laughs> and R. Kelly. Two people who aren't white, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if it fits into the argument they're making. The argument's obviously true. It's fine. Aye, aye, aye. All right, so let me read you uh, some of these reviews that I was looking at because I'm, I'm noticing a pattern. Um, this one says, Tired. Have been a faithful listener for years and a Patreon member. I'm tired of the political opinions, etc. We have to deal with this every day. This podcast was an escape from everyday life, but y'all developed an agenda. Have at it. Uh, here's another one. Such a drastic change. I used to love this podcast. I was a Patreon member and looked forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays and escape from reality to laugh with Jillian and Patrick. Well, then you're a fucking moron. <laughs> but all right. These days, this podcast has become way too politically charged. Jillian has crossed the line between sassy and just straight miserable. The agenda of pushing the social justice warrior narrative seems to be all she is focused on. She's become unbearable to even listen to. So it was interesting that I was picking up on this shit. And then as I'm reading these reviews, even the Karens who are listening to us at home are going, you know, are we going to keep bashing white people forever? What's going on here? (laughs) I don't know that I want to keep doing this. Uh, Here's another review. 
Uh, this one is a one star. Uh, you know, for two people that hate other people's opinions and beliefs, they sure have a lot of opinions and beliefs. Stick to the story. Even though this is a podcast that basically steals other people's work, they recap a documentary. How hard is that? Plus, I truly could not care any less about your personal thoughts and opinions. People with platforms like this always seem to think that their opinions matter so much and they'll have an impact on their followers' opinions. Trust me. No one is going to change their minds because of some podcaster. Let's <laughs> uh, go watch the documentary, I was then. enjoying oh, this. Did I say it right? Documentary? I don't know. <laughs> we got called out for saying it wrong. But it's like, you don't have to listen to this podcast. You could just, all the shit that they're talking about. I know. You can just go find it and watch they're it. They're literally just stealing content. Yeah. If you don't want to hear about their opinions and their views, why are you listening to this? I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but let me explain why some people it. who do listen to it listen to it. And this is probably an example of a review that sums it up. The best friends you've never met. Started listening a couple of days ago. Subscribe to the Patreon immediately. It's worth every penny. Just do it. You want murder. You want mystery. You want justice. You want laughter. Welcome to TCL. This is a lonely person. Hmm. The person who wrote this review is lonely, looking for friends, and has found two of them. Who won't judge her? Yeah, and don't tell her that she's boring, and to stop eating that bagel. It's a laugh riot. Let's laugh along at all the victims. Here's one: ten out of ten. The only downside of this podcast is that Jillian and Patrick are not my real life best friends, and the convo isn't happening in my living room. Fucking pathetic, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pathetic. If only my cats could talk. <laughs> right. I, <laughs> I don't think she had enough words to use. She ran out of space in order to type that part. All right. I've derailed us long enough, Andy. Let's get back to bashing these well, assholes. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these things, they're just, it's all out of left field. Clip one. Okay. They start talking about people that sort of like seem like they're villains. Like Blagojevich comes off as an 80s villain. But then they start naming people that aren't villains. And then they name check a guy that... They could not possibly have meant to say this. Let's hear clip one. He just looks like the bully date rapist from every yeah. John Hughes movie from the 80s. He looks like a total cross between 80s Charlie Sheen and 80s Judd Hirsch. Yeah, I heard Judd that too. Uh, yeah. All right. What are you talking I don't about? know if people know. I, he must have meant Judd Nelson, right? Obviously, yeah. Judd Hirsch. And <laughs> people don't know. If you watch Taxi, yeah. Judd Hirsch looked like he was 70 when he was 30. Yeah. And in 1980. Not a fucking 80s <laughs> villain rapist in any way. I was like, Judd Hirsch? I don't know. I, it's, again, it's okay to make a mistake, but they edit this podcast so fucking yeah, oh much. My. Like, why is it that an outtake? Why is it actually in that the show? It's just outtake. random. Clearly, the producer is in his 20s and doesn't know yeah, Judd Hirsch is no either. no fucking clue what they're even talking about. One of the things they do that really annoys the shit out of me, and this is why I had to turn it off last night when we were listening to it, is because they play all these clips from the movie that they're reviewing, but they just repeat the same information. They don't add anything. And I have a couple examples of that. Ted's family were in the have-not group, but they could have not been more beaver cleaver if they tried his mom worked as a secretary mr bundy was a really good dad they were a good family yeah like according to her like he was poor but his family was like totally normal super involved parents they just said that right and <laughs> either you're telling the story or you're playing the clip of the other person telling the story why is it both yeah. here's another example where they're just repeating the same shit 
Ted Bundy was on the Seattle Crime Prevention Advisory Commission. I know. Specifically focusing on crimes against women with a focus on rape. A year or so before the women started disappearing, Ted had a brief job working for the Seattle Crime Commission. All right. <laughs> it just said that. I don't want to be a complete asshole on your show that you host, but yeah. you do that all the time, too. I do it because I'm setting up a fucking joke, you moron. These assholes are trying to tell us a story that I've already heard from the source material. So what you're saying is that there's... What you're about to hear on this next heard. one. Okay. <laughs> I was going to repeat what you just said, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. On this next thing, what you're about to hear, Andy, is more cackling and not jokes. You want to hear cackling and not jokes? This is what it sounds Carl's like. Carl's standing on the table right now. <laughs> so then, like, our friend Steven goes to the Florida State Prison, like, takes the elevator or whatever <laughs> up to death row <laughs> and goes to, like, the conference room. <laughs> oh, God. You know what's interesting about this is the biggest offense that they made, in my opinion, being hosts of this Wildly popular true crime show. Mm. As you mentioned, live shows. They're talking about conventions that you can go to and you can meet them. And they're they're all over the place. Right. Right. Big, big money big hand over fist. Big celebrities. But for some reason, they watch the Ted Bundy documentary and they say this. Oh my goodness, girl. I knew nothing about Ted Bundy. Look, nothing. I didn't either. I knew the basics. I knew that there was this like allegedly handsome, allegedly charming guy. That's who... the extent of what I knew. You knew nothing about Ted Bundy? Jesus Christ. The most talked about serial killer of the last 40 years? You knew nothing about Ted Bundy. I I didn't even know about this guy. Then why are you on a true crime podcast? Uh, Really? What are you doing? It's it's only maybe like the Mount Rushmore of true crime is face out. I I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Ted Ted who? How do you pronounce it? How do you spell that? Bundy? What? So you mentioned the live shows. I did. And... Another thing that you bring up all the time that you can't stand is when they make it about themselves and they had because they're talking about Blagojevich. Uh, he was from Chicago. They have to talk about the time that they went to Chicago. Oh, God. The five. I hate that shit. Chicago treated us very well. And, well that's a little bit of revisionist history. Except because... the time, except when I got food poisoning after our show. Because we did the show and then we were starving and it was like 11 o'clock and we couldn't find a single goddamn place in Chicago that was still serving food. Do you remember that? Yeah, and you went home yes. and I went out to eat yes. with like uh, Susan Simpson, like Britta and Dawn and all these, and Mike and all these people like Susan Simpson's pals. And I, then I got food poisoning. I woke up in the middle of the night sick as you don't even want to know. Who fucking cares? You know what? I don't want to know. I don't. Sue. I didn't even ask. Oh, you know, Sue and Mike and Britta. No, I don't know these people. And I don't give a fuck. By the way. Great story. Patrick Michael does the same thing. It's how you know that you're talking to a boring person. When you just mention a place and they tell you a random story. Oh, he's uh, he's in Chicago at this point in the story. Chicago, I had a dream that I was on the White Sox. Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? We're talking about... Jesus fucking Christ. God, I got to fill an hour. I might as well tell this story about a dream I had. They're talking about documentaries that are hours long. They can easily fill an hour without talking about nonsense. And by the way, there's no way she's this dumb. If They're talking about the reason why... I don't know why I'm explaining this to true crime aficionados. The reason why Ted Bundy was able to get away with all this shit is because it's a charming guy. 
good-looking, charming guy was able to convince young women to get into his car with him. Hmm. And the one guy is describing what he remembers about Ted Bunny. He says this. And this is where Marlon goes. He was the kind of guy you'd want your sister to marry. Sweetheart. I, <laughs> you still say that now? Like, he doesn't even say it with any air of, like, well, I thought that. But I good- know. That's the point. That was the fucking, are you that? You- goodness, it didn't happen. It's just he thinks about it like, my good friend Ted. Right. Can what you track I, him down? Whatever happened to that guy? Whatever happened to that guy? I guess it was around 1980. I have a question for Jillian. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? I mean, come on. You obviously know. I can't believe this guy still wants his sister to marry this guy. He's raped dozens of women. (laughs) You fucking moron. Oh, thankfully, the reason why he was finally brought to justice is because women got involved. Let the women do the work. Let us do the work. And somewhere Detective Kathleen's like, thank you. Thank you. Guys are just fucking idiots. They can't get anything right. Finally, a woman steps in and goes... I'm not going to let this guy murder seven more people. I'll get involved and fix this all. Holy shit. These people are insufferable. Yeah. They're difficult. You want me to jump in with something here? If you want. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I'm kind of getting annoyed. <laughs> it does, it, it, this beats you into submission with how annoying it is. It is. I don't it's, know. It's really t- don't. It tires you out. Right. That's I'm, why like, we had that lull. It's just because... Like, I'm more I, tired I than usual. I really don't... Yeah. I really don't want to keep talking about this. I'm, I'm, we, don't, I'm, we don't have to. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> looking at my list like, I think I'm just going to skip this clip and yeah, this clip. That's fine. But Jillian is... We have a lot to talk about, Andy. Stuttering John is on a fucking rampage. I, so. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. I, I really think we should just <laughs> jump ship on these clips, honestly. Yeah. I don't. Really. I think I think we summed it up pretty well, right? Yeah, it's an I, annoying I show that's way too popular see, one, two, with three, untalented four. people. I have four clips that I'm just like I don't even want to hear this anymore. Yeah, it's hard to listen to. All right, we that's can move a, on if you want. That's... We've been doing fucking two plus hour podcasts lately because we have so much fucking shit that we bring to the table. We got to we got to start cutting this out. We do. We got to talk about the important things. Yeah, and I will say, true crime obsessed is not one of the important things that we talk about. It's when other people talk about me on their podcast. That's what's important. That's what people want to hear about. We got a no agenda shout out. And I do want to thank uh, Vasilios, who became a fellow knight of the round table at no agenda. And again, asked John C. Dvorak, who agreed to come on this show. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? And we got an answer. We got an update on this. When, oh, John, will you star on who are these podcasts with that a-hole hot Carla? It's been two months since the initial request, and I'm eagerly awaiting to hear the episode. If you haven't yet, go listen to Mo Facts. <laughs> okay, thanks. Very informative, insightful. Uh, and the podcast Creep Off. Trust me, it's worth it. So, would you have an answer for? Uh... I do have an answer. I am going to do that show as soon as I find a couple of podcasts I can talk about because the show is about other podcasts. Right. True. And I have really. Uh... I haven't put. I haven't developed my material. I, I'm not going on there like just as an ad lib or talking about myself. I'm going to go in there like a regular, like one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, complaining at, or talking or discussing one of the other podcasts, and I want to have at least two of them under my belt that I can discuss intelligently. So it's going to be a while, <laughs> but it will happen. It's going to be a while because you can't find anything that's any good. It's not a matter of what's good. It's a matter of what's discussable. Oh, okay. Because I finding podcasts that are no good. I mean, that's, that's just like go to Apple ne- Podcasts and needle, throw a dart. Needle drop. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Well, 
I love that he's looking for podcasts and he wants to bring it. He knows the format. He knows how to do it. Still on his radar. Still I'm on his radar. Dave Landau vibes. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but anyway, it's good to hear from uh, JCD talking about how he might uh, I want it, do I want the show. it to happen. I do too. Also, uh, Vasilios are giving a creep off mention. If you heard yeah. that in there, Vinny, my buddy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Vinny was so upset I didn't mention the creep off when I was on Anthony Cumia's show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry they didn't bring that up. <laughs> no one was asking me about the creep off. We were talking about Opie Suttering John and who are these podcasts. I'd just like to take a second to tell you about my yeah. best friend, Vinny Paulino. <laughs> Speaking of uh, assholes who don't deserve a show, Suttering John, there's this guy, Vinny Paulino, that I know. You didn't bring the pee pad up. Yeah, we didn't talk about the pee pod. We didn't talk about creep yeah. off. Sorry, Vinny. Kaya Doug are riding your ass for not promoting pee pod enough. Right. I'm not. I'm not pulling my uh, my weight on that one. <laughs> um, all right. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, we have uh, this segment to get to. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This cringe of the week comes from Sid Villain in the Discord. This is the Chrissy Mayer podcast. Ooh. Chrissy Mayer. It's still happening? Apparently. You wouldn't know if I don't talk about it. No. It's not on anybody's radar. I just assumed it was gone. But she had a pretty big guest on. She had Doug Stanhope on. Okay. And Doug Stanhope explains why he decided to do her show in this week's Cringe of the Week. Wow. That's, see, there we go. We're making we're making online content. Um, do, do you want to know how I, uh, how I found you? How? Uh, I, I got on Twitter one morning, which is the worst thing to do. Save that for later when you're drinking. And someone was just talking fucking, I forget what, just evil, nasty shit. And so I, you know, I went into rage mode and fuck you and I'll kill your family. And uh, so I looked him up and he like just joined Twitter this summer. And all, he had no tweets. It's like a retweet account, but he had replies. Like every one of his replies was talking shit, just being a miserable cunt. To and what? Then, what was he talking shit about? Just to comics or fucking late night talk show hosts. Wow. Yeah, you know, just one of those empty, you know, impotent rage people. Yes. And uh, so I looked at who he follows, and it's mostly like right wing people. And, but he followed you, and I go, "Fuck it, you know what? I bet I I get on her podcast, and that would just." <laughs> Make him even more incensed that I'm your guest. Oh, wow. So this was a, whole, a big and elaborate plot to get back at this guy. Yeah, you're like a hate fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Summed it up perfectly. Summed I'm it up doing perfectly. your podcast out of spite. Out of spite for some asshole that I'm trolling back now. I got another cringe of the week this week. Tracy G wrote in. Carl, the giant bombcast is, under normal conditions, a highly produced podcast done out of a recording studio at the offices of CBS Interactive. However, with COVID shutting everything down, the news crews have all been working out of their homes and recording their weekly podcast from home. On their What Tech Slash Video Games Have You Been Playing With Lately segment, one of the hosts had some remarks to share about his girlfriend's obsession with a game Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch. Being that he was recording from home, she happened to overhear and she berated him for talking shit about here, which was picked up on the mic. (laughs) This is not just some amateur recording from home. This is a guy who is on the clock at his day job for a tech journalism company disrupting the live stream he's doing for work. So this is a clip that uh, 
from this. So this would so, this would sound like it's just a normal shitty podcast that you would hear, but this is like uh, legit. These people are getting paid to do this. Awesome. It's very elaborate, and I, wow. I respect it. I believe in it, but it's not me. It's not the way I play. You know what? Just sit back and. I hear you talking shit that... about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not elaborate. Hey, play however you want. It's cool. We're not here to judge. I can hear you in this house. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't talking shit. Talking shit oh boy. Also, I want you villagers because most of the ones I've maxed out and I have their photo already. Oh well, that's important. Yeah, once you get the photo, then that's you true. kick them to the curb unless they're Rodney. They've, they've peaked at that point. There's nowhere to go. Yep. This, this, Anywho, the, the well-known villager ceiling. Uh, so thanks to Tracy G for finding that gem. That's another thing that's like for lonely people. They, like famously the guy that made that game was because he had no friends and was away from his family oh i didn't know he that. was like overseas somewhere and was suicidally lonely and so he created that game and now people are like oh whatever the cat is my friend on my island it's, it's the fucking lamest thing i've ever heard andy you gotta let me play the andy talks about video games jingle before you go into your rants about video games. You know that. I don't do it that much, Are you a I? pro or not? No, I'm just kidding. But we do have to play this jungle. I have to admit, go ahead. You're gonna say something. I just like that when it plays. Producer Chris has to get up and do a shot of Gagia. <laughs> One in Rome. So I have to point out I was wrong about something. Oh. John was saying that he was asking for super chat money to build a new website, and I'm like, he never does anything he says he's gonna do. Yeah. He actually did. He did two things he's been talking about forever. He built a new website and launched it, and he sued SiriusXM. <laughs> yeah. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the lawsuit is available on his website. I have in my hand the lawsuit. I see this, yes. And I've highlighted some parts that I want to read to everybody. Okay. Because I found this to be highly entertaining. I recommend people check it out. So, it tries to talk about all of the things that he contributed to the Howard Stern Show. Mr. Melendez, along with other writers on the show, are responsible for some of the show's most famous and classic skits. In this sentence, it admits he never did anything on his own. When he was the one asking questions of celebrities, he didn't write that shit. Not his material. Sorry, John, throwing paper around. <laughs> In summary, SiriusXM exploits Mr. Melendez's own fame and celebrity to drive subscribers and advertising dollars to SiriusXM. This is what he's purporting. Now, keep in mind, this guy can't sell advertising on his own show. Hmm. He uses a company called CLNS to... Pay to get his advertising, which there's very little, little of. Yeah. Speedweed is his buddy. There's a guy's house in LA that he's trying to help him sell. <laughs> and then there's like maybe one other ad that's from CLNS, who I've told you it reached out to me and I told him to fuck off because they like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah right. Tom Brady's right. not even in New England anymore. Maybe I should be friends with those guys now. I don't even know. Uh, during his 15 years on the show, Mr. Melendez turned a cult following into a national fan base of millions. No. Howard did that. Yeah. Suttering John didn't turn a cult fan base into a fan base of millions. Howard Stern turned his fan base into millions. When Suttering John left, the show got better. Yeah. It was the Definitely. best time in that show's history. 
Um, so then he goes on to talk about all the things that he's done. This this is great. It sounds like an episode of his podcast. Yeah. It lists all of his accomplishments. Sure. Uh, so it goes on to talk about what he was able to do after he left Howard Stern, including serving as its regular. Uh, he's talking about the Tonight Show, including serving as its regular warm up act for the studio audience. Oh, please. he was the jamoke that goes out and gets the audience warmed up before the show starts. That's one of the worst jobs in show business. Adam Carolla made a movie about that. Where he was like the warm-up guy for Jimmy Kimmel and he wanted to kill himself. Yeah. So like, how did I fall this far? Oh, my God. They're just, <laughs> they're just like, Howard's taking his shit. Go in there and tell everybody, like, to go keep him distracted while he finishes in the bathroom. So what this is trying to prove is that Stuttering John has been building up his name and celebrity since leaving Howard Stern. And SiriusXM is taking full advantage of that. This is preposterous. Does it say how many baked potatoes he microwaved in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah, wait till I get to the stats about how popular he is. Mr. Melendez's pop culture status is further enhanced by the Stuttering John podcast, which focuses on political, legal, sports, and entertainment topics for a national audience and loyal fan base. Mm. First of all, I have a problem with sports. All he ever does is go, oh, I watched my Yankees at the pub yesterday. That's not a sports talk yeah. show. And loyal. You have a bunch of trolls Dude. figuring out ways to insert the N-word in here. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Oh, my God. Wait till I play the clips for you later. Guess who's now talking to him in the super chat? Trucker Andy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Trucker Andy's over there. I finally made it. Uh, Sirius XM knows of Mr. Melendez's fame and celebrity status. It continuously airs old clips from the Howard Stern Show archives featuring Mr. Melendez. Without permission. Without his permission to exploit the commercial value of Mr. Melendez's celebrity. Attract new subscribers, generate rich advertising dollars, drive up the rings of the show, and keep Mr. Melendez's fan base listening to the Howard Stern Show. I disagree with the word rich advertising Dude, this is the funniest sentence. I won't read it again, but go ahead and back up 15 seconds. That's the funniest sentence in this entire thing. It doesn't get funnier than that. He's he's figured out that they're using old bits from him on the show because it's getting them more advertising dollars. It's attracting new subscribers. It's driving up the ratings of the show. Is anyone listening to the Howard Stern archives? No. I, people, they're like, oh, I hope there's something fresh on here. Oh, it's just a repeat of right. like some shit I heard already. Jesus Christ. Okay, so they sent a cease and desist. In they, response to Mr. Melinda's lawyer sending a cease and desist letter to SiriusXM, its general counsel marginalized Mr. Lenz's contributions to the Howard Stern show and attempted to bully him by threatening to take his current show, having nothing to do with Howard Stern, the Howard Stern, or the Stuttering John podcast, off its Pandora streaming service. Bully him? You're suing them! Yeah. You're worried about bullying? <laughs> they were mean to me. You're literally suing them! I can't believe you tried to bully me. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> It's so stupid. I wish you would. Would you? I wish you would ball up the paper when you're done and throw it right in Joe's face. Oh, that would be better. There's a lot more paper here. We got, we'll have an opportunity. Oh, this is funny. It admits in his own fucking lawsuit. He admits he had no talent. Mr. Melendez was hired virtually sight unseen once Mr. Stern learned that Mr. Melendez, who has suffered from a speech disorder since childhood, stutters. In short, Mr. Stern thought it would be funny to have Mr. Melendez on air during his radio broadcast to exploit plaintiff speech impediment for comic effect. Yes! <laughs> Finally a truthful only, statement! The only reason. You were hired because you stutter. That's the only reason why anyone knows who the fuck you are, stuttering John. And you, you, can't, you can't patent that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so now, now it talks about how successful he was 
At its height, Mr. Melendez was part of the staff on a show that enjoyed an incredible 9.5% share in the radio listening market, New York City, the largest market in the U.S. Mr. Melendez made an average salary of approximately $35,000 per year while on the Howard Stern Show. Every 15 years, his average per year was 35000 which means he made a lot less than that for a while. Mm, yeah, right. You had to work up to that. Why is that in here? How does that help your case? They're like, you didn't see value in yourself. Yeah. Well, why, do you, why do you think <laughs> listeners see value in this? No. Why do you think advertisers are buying advertising? Because John Melendez is on the Howard Stern Show? By 1994, the show had 15 million listeners. Oh, this is this is under a section called Mr. Melendez Becomes Famous. <laughs> it's a legal document. <laughs> it says that in his legal document? Yes. This is, le- becomes famous. this is the lawsuit. Mr. Melendez Becomes Famous. By the way, I looked up this lawyer who's representing him. Yeah. And the other big case that he had was some kid from a boy band got molested by his manager. And he's like, so every kid from every boy band? He's got looks like 20 articles about it from his website. He's very proud of that case. <laughs> All right. So this is where it turns into the Stuttering John podcast. Uh, number 17 under Mr. Melendez becomes famous. Mr. Melendez was selected for acting roles in numerous popular movies, including Osmosis Jones, Airheads, Dude, Where's My Car, and Mr. Stern's Private Parts. I'm going to stop right there. Private Parts. Yeah. What was his role in that movie? Does anybody remember? Post-credit. Post-credit. Throwaway. Like, involvement in the movie. Yeah. Pitching that you weren't in the movie. <laughs> that that was it. He just had a quick thing to be like, I wasn't in the movie. Like, yeah. Yeah, good. It's yeah. fine. I don't remember him being in Osmosis Jones or Dude, Where's My Car? No. It had to be quick cameos. Yeah. It's, he's, he's not like a star. What was the other role. one? Uh, Airheads. I don't remember that either. Uh, he was probably yeah, I, like a DJ You know or what? I do remember he was on the soundtrack for that. but And then like he's <laughs> just like he's in the crowd out. somewhere. He's yeah. That he jerks off constantly. He appeared on... Yes, t- yes, that's right. Was that? He he has like a cameo where... He has they, one line in there. They're like addressing... They're painting the different people in a, in a crowd, and he yells out that he jerks off constantly. In the Jesus crowd. Christ. I do remember that. I like that movie. No, I know, I don't but... like John I know, but that, that's the thing, though. It's like John's... He has one line. John that's said, not a role in a is, movie. This is under... Mr. Melendez becomes famous. Yeah. That's not, what, that's not what famous people do. Jim Norton was in the first Spider-Man. He had right. one line. Yeah. I don't like him and he stinks. It didn't make him famous. All right. He appeared on television shows such as Celebrity Fear Factor and I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Wings and Baywatch Nights. So two of those. <laughs> Baywatch Nights. Uh, Baywatch Nights. Was two of those. Or shitty. <laughs> He's jerking off in the bushes. Sorry. I'm Joe, you, you can talk if you want, but get near the microphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the worst of both worlds if you talk and no one can hear you. That's my, uh, that's my role. Yeah, I know. I can tell. Uh, Mr. Melendez also starred in the long-running off-Broadway show, Tony and Tina's Wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the most embarrassing thing. It's listed how he's famous. Isn't that fucking dinner theater? Yeah, it's like a dinner theater <laughs> thing. That almost ended Fred's marriage. It's, it's literally what you do when you can't get work as an actor. Right. Uh, and received praise from Rolling Stone magazine for his rock and roll album, Stuttering John, produced by Atlantic Records. He was most recently the television host of the CBS's inaugural broadcast of the Pro Football Arm Wrestling Championship. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if I'm Howard Stewart and I'm reading this, and he probably won't talk about it on air. It'd be, it'd be funny if he did. If I'm reading this, I'm going, John, the reason why you were on Wings 
and Baywatch Nights and Celebrity Fear Factor and the reason why Rolling Stone talked about your album and the reason why any of this exists is because you're on the Howard Stern show and they want me to talk about it. <laughs> it's all to get a publicity stunt. Celebrity Fear Factor. He ate a piece of cow shit on TV. That made him famous. I don't know. That's just... And then no, no, Rolling Stone praising his album. Praising his album! <laughs> Rolling Stone! The guy that wrote it's just like, I thought he was full-on retarded. I didn't know he could play guitar. <laughs> he, gets, he, gets, he gets a little bit of my respect. Pretty good for a retard. <laughs> Rolling Stone's like, Zeppelin Four, not, not really good. I'd skip this one if I were you. Oh, Suttering John's got an album out? He doesn't even stutter when he sings. Praise. Number 18. As Mr. Melendez continued to gain fame, he became known for some of the most unforgettable on-air moments, which remain classics replayed incessantly on channels 100 and 101. Now, I have Sirius XM. I've had it for many, many yeah. years. His bits are not played incessantly. I it, promise you that. They're not, but it's not because John is like a must listen it's out of laziness they're like just put it on a loop so we can go home you know it's gonna play three times today yeah so that whoever doesn't have to be there to put on something different so it's funny because the way this is written and i've read a lot of contracts and legal documents this is so poorly written so it says he continued to gain fame with these bits that's number 18 number 19 for example wouldn't that be a sub okay number 19 for example in 2001 Mr. Melendez got slapped in the face by A.J. Benza, a then-famous gossip columnist, after provoking Mr. Benza about his failed television show. That's why he's famous? <laughs> in 2002, a series of on-air arguments between Mr. Melendez and Crazy Cabby sparked the idea to host a boxing match between them, dubbed The Funky versus The Junkie in Atlantic City. Tickets to the event were sold out in minutes. The boxing match was also broadcast live on the Howard Stern Show and later aired on E! These are all Howard Stern's accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Not Suttering John. The fact that there was a boxing match called the Flunky versus the Junkie is a joke. It's a joke match. You're not a boxer. Nobody cares about Suttering John boxing unless Howard's talking about it. Right. And betting on it and, and talking about it on air. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet you got paid to do that. Plaintiff's famous interviews that are now considered Howard Stern classics and brought him to fame with the Dalai Lama, Jennifer Flowers, Ringo Starr, Billy Crystal, Mike Tyson, and ZZ Top. Mr. Melendez also hosted a series of daily radio shows, including Out to Lunch, which were given the coveted time slot following the Howard Stern show. Now, I remember this time in Howard Stern okay. history. And what happens is, on K-Rock, the Howard Stern show got were a ratings bonanza on that station. And then they dropped off the face of the earth immediately afterwards. This is well documented. That slot, you, you guys know radio, that slot of 11 to 1... <laughs> Is death. Right. No DJ wants that slot. No one's listening to the radio. It's not right. a drive time. Everyone's at work. The, the only times you want to be on the radio is in the morning and then late afternoon drive time. That's when people listen to the radio. Midday, evenings, overnights, all garbage. Yeah. You're not famous for having that time slot. And he even talked about how it would take him five minutes to record his entire two-hour show. He would just go on and go, all right, now we're going to listen to Smashing Pumpkins and their new one, Cherub Rock. And then, yeah. like, that's all he did. Right. He would just record all those little things. He wasn't even there live taking calls. Oh, anything. my God. <sighs> In February of 2004, riding the wave of his growing popularity, Mr. Melendez left the show and became the announcer for and a performer on Jay Leno's The Tonight Show. Now, this is not true. <laughs> 
He was not riding a wave of growing popularity. <laughs> he was floundering. Yeah. He was going away. He was riding a wave of obscurity. Yeah. And what happened is Jay Leno had a revenge fuck moment. Right. Because him and Stern were feuding. And Jay Leno's like, fuck you. I'll just take Stuttering John from you and make him my bit now. <laughs> and that was the whole point yeah. of that. And, and then Jay Leno regretted oh, it Jay instantly. fucking regrets it. Uh, in 2009, when Mr. Leno became the host of NBC's The Jay Leno Show, Mr. Melendez followed, and he became a member of that show's writing staff. So think about that. This is in a document explaining how famous he is. This is still under He Gets Famous. He's a writer <laughs> on a late-night show. Can you name any writers, current writers on late-night shows? I, you know what? No, they're the, not famous. This whole doc, you you guys can't see how many pages I this know. fucking document is. It's it a should lot. be one page <laughs> with one letter on it. E. When it was on E, that's yeah. when people knew who Stuttering John was. Because they could watch the E show and be like, oh, I know who that guy is. Oh, no, that's why this is hilarious, Andy. That's yeah. why I'm reading this. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. In 2016, Mr. Melendez became an executive producer and on-air contributor to the Stephanie Miller show, which he famously burned every bridge, and they don't talk to him anymore and don't even talk about that experiment. Apparently, he used to show up late and smelling like B.O. every day on that show. <laughs> John won't have me on his show, but I'd love to talk to him about his experience with Stephanie Miller. Uh, Mr. Maybe Melendez... you get Stephanie Miller to talk to you about John. Oh, that's a good idea. Mr. Melendez made global news in June 2018 when he prank called the White House during his podcast, pretending to be New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, and had a four-minute conversation with President Trump, who was aboard Air Force One, primarily about immigration reform, and then the U.S. Supreme Court vacancy. Right. It was That's, a fucking snooze fest. Right. Four and minutes felt like three Nothing hours. to do with Howard Stern. Well, this is about how, how famous he is. <laughs> so he's like, I made a prank call once. Uh, okay. So SiriusXM can't play your... Fucking time that you were on Howard Stern's show in 92 because you made a prank call? And I got a B-minus playing saxophone, <laughs> and, I got, and I passed my student film class. In October 2018, Mr. Melendez released his memoir, Easy for You to Say. Nobody owns that book. That's, that doesn't make him famous. Uh, Mr. Melendez presently boasts an impressive following across social media platforms, YouTube and Facebook, and has over 5 million impressions per month on Twitter alone. Stop it. All right, so this is funny. Oh, my God. The only stat that this thing is throwing out there about how popular he is is the number of impressions his Twitter gets. As you know, digital marketing. Been there, done that. Know a few things about impressions. This is not a stat that anybody uses for Twitter. <laughs> this is not impressive. And there's even like a little, um, it explains what this is. Impressions refers to the number of total times a post on Twitter or tweet has been seen, which results from activities such as being liked or appearing in a search. That's pathetic. It's pathetic that that's how he thinks he's famous because people saw his tweet. People liked it. Oh, boy. I got so many likes. Um, all right. They saw it. <clears throat> As part of Howard Stern's move to SiriusXM, Sirius claims to have acquired a license to air current episodes of the show and to air full or partial episodes from the Howard Stern archives that feature Stuttering John. Yes, correct. They acquired the rights to everything you did on the radio. That's how that works. Uh, the defendant frequently runs and publicizes Stuttering John's participation on the show, including his now infamous and highly popular interviews of celebrities and politicians in order to enhance its subscription base, sell ads, and drive listeners to SiriusXM and the Howard-centric channels. First of all, does no one know what the word infamous means? <laughs> His now infamous and highly popular interviews, 
Infamous doesn't mean famous. Right. It's, a, mean, it's a negative it's, thing. It's like infamous famous for being bad. It's yes, it's yes. terrible. <laughs> Demonstrating the value of the Howard Stern Show and the Howard Stern Show archives and include Mr. Melendez to Sirius XM and its own fortunes, the recent public news that Mr. Stern may resign with the defendant sent Sirius XM's parent company stock price soaring. So he's trying, <laughs> dude, this is an illegal document. He's trying to say, he's trying to say that obviously me being on Howard Stern channels is important because when Howard talked about he might stay on the Sirius XM platform, their stock price went up. That's for new episodes of Howard Stern, you moron. <laughs> that you're not involved with in any way. If the announcement was we're going to keep playing the reruns, the stock price ain't going nowhere. Oh my God. It's nothing to do with stuttering John. SiriusXM promotes and advertises. Is this getting boring? <laughs> this is a long one. SiriusXM promotes and advertises as uh, Mr. Melinda's appearance on the old shows because of Mr. Melinda's own independent celebrity and fame, both while he was part of Howard Stern and the year since his departure. So he thinks that they're promoting that Stuttering John is on the. I've never heard of promotions like, coming up next, Stuttering John Melendez. No. <laughs> SiriusXM has not obtained Mr. Melinda's consent yet is deliberately and knowingly engaged in the outrageous and malicious conduct of using his identity, likeness, name, image, and voice for his commercial advantage with willful and conscious disregard of Mr. Melendez's own right of publicity. That's some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. As Crozier would say, that's a bullshit right there. <laughs> All right. And then it goes in on to explain what this code is that he thinks that they're violating. This is the funniest thing. Number 45. If, if you're following along at home, like I said, you can find this on his website and print it out for yourself. 45. Mr. Melendez has suffered actual damages while residing in California as a result of Sirius XM's deliberate use of his identity, likeness, name, image, and voice. Well, that's the thing you got to prove, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't explain what those damages are or how they occurred. He has suffered actual damages. And the word Man. actual kind of <laughs> yeah. makes it seem like you don't even believe yourself. Brain damages from people throwing <laughs> shit at him. They're yeah, like, oh, they're sorry, next- God, fuck you. Who's he going to sue next? Coors Light? <laughs> yeah, right. Some actual damages. Sirius XM has engaged in deliberate, outrageous conduct carried on with willful and conscious disregard of Mr. Bowen is right about it. That's a repeat from something earlier. Um, all right, so this is what he's asking for. You ready? Oh, boy. This is the exciting conclusion, I believe. This yeah. is going to be good. Okay. An award of all recoverable, compensatory, statutory, punitive, and other damages sustained by Mr. Melendez, as well as equitable relief, including disgorgement of profits earned as a result of the illegal exploitation of his celebrity, and an order permanently enjoining Sirius XM from continuing the improper acts identified herein. Hmm. He has no idea what he's suing for. It's like, you guys figure it out. How oh, much money that, did you make off me? No! <laughs> How much money did you guys make off me? They're like, none. Yeah. We've made no money off of you. If we took off all of the bits that you were on, we wouldn't have any change in subscribers or advertising revenue. You, wow. And as John would say, and that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> Don't ask a judge or serious to say how much your contributions are worth because they're going to say zero not a whole fucking lot. He has no case. The only thing in there is that he suffered actual damages. What? What are they? Doesn't say. Well, what do you want for that? Whatever you made off of it. Yeah. We made nothing. Case closed. Like, what are we talking about? He's made no case here at all. Yeah. His only case is 5 million impressions on Twitter and the stock price soar when there was news that Howard Stern might resign. <laughs> That's his only case. Unbelievable. He's he's such a desperate loser. Oh my gosh. What's so funny is on Sunday's show, 
people started trolling him and he lost his mind. I love it. Now, as you know, and I played it on the show last week when Croge was here, Anthony Cumia had Bob Levy on mm-hmm. and they were talking about this ridiculous lawsuit and goofing on him. A yeah, little bit. Yeah. So people started trolling him just to get him going. Now, Walker Paulson, if this is true, you say Anthony Cumia completely destroyed me. And am I chicken to respond to his comments? I'll do you a fa- Do me a favor, Walker. Tell me what he said. Okay? Just tell me what he said. Because you know what? I'm always nice to Anthony, but either you're trying to stir some crap or he destroyed me. Which is it? Tell me if he said anything. <laughs> so he's starting to get fired up. <laughs> now, he just said right there, either you're lying to get me fired up or it really happened. Which is it? He asked the guy who's trying to get him fired up. It's fucking idiot. Yeah, you're right. He moron. And he did shit on you. Well, let me <laughs> let me play real quick. I think I played this on the show. I can't remember if I did or not. But this is Anthony Kubiak kind of goofing on John. There are certain people that will never make it, regardless of giving them or that. Uh, they will always be uh, pathetic wastes of life. Did you hear Stuttering John is suing Sirius XM Satellite Radio? <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. So I did hear him on Chip. They were like coming up with uh, they were talking about a horse that uh, runs in the in the mud, being known as a mutter. Uh-huh. And they're just like, what, you know, what do you call this? And it was just shit that rhymes with mutter. And Anthony was like, what do you call a loser that hasn't done anything in twenty years from the Howard Stern show? A stutter. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't think you have a friend over there, in Anthony Cumia. So. Obviously, Stuttering John is bragging about how popular a show is, how many people watch it and yeah. listen to it. And the people who are watching it and listening to it are trolling him. And you guys let me know what Anthony Comia said. I, I don't have time to watch his podcast. I know what I want to. Just let me know if it's true. I know he has that, that call guy on me from who are these... Uh, podcasts okay so words. Todd Bloodworth he said I was retarded which I don't even know that's not a word we should be using okay <laughs> he's worried about yeah. this PCP brain he's worried about using the R word yeah. whoa 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 yeah. <laughs> let's not use language like yeah. that my super chat is being flooded with links to all the clips <laughs> of him calling me an asshole <laughs> well then they make up because they know what triggers John is talking about his kids We've seen this. This has been well documented. So these guys know that, and they decide, let's go get them. And they say that uh, Ant was trashing his kids. Oh, no. I just did the thing that I was making fun of. I just set up exactly what you're about to do. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he also trashed my kids? All right, you let me know, Todd, if that's true. If he trashed my kids, I got a big problem, okay, Anthony? You trash my fucking kids, then we got a fucking problem, Komia. Okay? It, it's that simple. So... I don't want to sit here and say that Stuttering John is on illegal substances or he's doing things that he shouldn't be doing. Because I don't know. I don't know the guy. He introduced his guests. Now, his guests happen to work in the intelligence community. And, of course, it's another political pundit who wants to come on and talk about Donald Trump. That's what his show is now. Right. But this guy also plays the bass. And he's got a fretless bass in his lap. And he's ready to fucking, yeah, let's talk politics, let's talk guitars, you know, whatever. He's like, he's ready to have some fun. How fucking lame. This is, yeah, oh, he's a tool. This is the funniest guest introduction you'll ever hear. It is over two minutes before the guy even gets a word in. Suttery John brings his guests on. Now, this is a video. So you see this guy's face. Suttery John brings his guests on and then goes off on a fucking tear. 
And this is what I mean. Like, this is not someone who's sober would would act like this. This is fucking rage. This is uh, coke-fueled rage, you might call it. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what kind of rage it is? But feel free to talk to this. It's long. Okay. It's just hysterical. All right. Sorry, Eric. Come on in. Eric Garland, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, getting some bad news hearing that my friends are trashing me. You know, like, it's so weird, Eric. Like, you know, you know, I don't, I don't sit here who, you know, I don't trash any of these guys. What? Yet, like, I have these podcasts, like, that trash me. Like, it's like, why? <laughs> like, what did I do to these people? He just brought yeah. a guest on. Yeah. And he's like, bye, Eric, by, uh, by the way, I'm getting trashed by these people. <laughs> and then he starts to, he's trying you to figure out. want to ask your guest a question, he's, maybe? He, now he's trying to figure out why they would trash him. Like, he's done nothing wrong. Did I, did I trash their, their kids? Did I, you know, did, did I try to get them fired from their place of employment? Yes! You literally said that my business partner should find out that I'm spending company time trashing you. <laughs> and he should deal with that. Yes! The answer is yes. No. But then I hear, I don't know if these people are trying to get me all pissed off, Eric. I don't know. I could, sometimes yes. you do have people try to do that. But why? Because it's hilarious. What would be the reason? I'm 3,000 miles away from you idiots. What's the reason? What have I done to you? Put out a what? shitty podcast. Tell me on what the regular... I have done to you to deserve you to be trashing me. Have I complimented you on this podcast? Have I have I had Bill Schultz and said, "Hey, say say hi to Anthony"? <laughs> have I talked to Keith Mareska? Hey, say hi to Anthony. Yeah, that's that's who I am. So Will I go on Anthony. my show and trash you, Anthony? No. <laughs> have we had a Twitter war in the past? Yes. Yeah, this is all about Anthony now because the guy said Anthony was talking about your kids. So he's like, he's all like fired up about this. His guest, it's time for his guest to come on, and he's still fired up. So he's still just fucking railing about this. I wish the guest would just start playing the bass. I thought bygones were bygones. We both apologized. I came on your show, and it was over. And now you decide to trash me again. By the way, he doesn't know if any of this is true. Yeah. He's going up on this rage because somebody in the chat was like, Anthony's talking shit about you. He was! So was this in the same episode, like, yes. leading up to introducing the guest? And oh, then yeah, he just yeah. can't let it go. Yeah, this is, this is all... I mean, it's pretty much the same segments that I'm playing here. If I was the guest, I would have just fucking yes. like, left. I would have, too. I'd be like, all right, you got something going on. That's fine, man. I'll talk to you later. It's insane. You're a phony, Cumbia. You're a fucking phony. Oh, he's fired up now. I'll see you next time I'm in New York. We'll have a little conversation, Anthony, okay? <laughs> and, and that's if this is true. <laughs> okay, I come to New York. You and I will have a face-to-face, -face, okay? Don't bring your gun. <laughs> because we know you can't find it sometimes. A little that, dangerous, if you ask me. That's a shot of Anthony. There was a famous video. All right, sorry, yeah. Eric. <laughs> sorry, Eric. That's amazing. He just you broke know, out of this. I start this podcast... Did I... you hear that? I'm going to back it up a little bit. When he realizes that he's been on this psychotic rant and then he breaks out of it yeah. and apologizes to the guest. All right. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, I start this podcast and then I just get like, hey, this guy's trashing you. This guy's trashing you. Brian Callen. I never worked with a guy named Brian Callen, Todd. 
I think people are just trying to get me pissed off. <laughs> Who knows, Eric? I have no idea. I don't know if this it's is... true. I don't know if they're trying to get me angry. People like they to see when I get angry. I have no talk. idea. But else is, we have bigger things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, three minutes after he introduced the guy, he's still ranting like a lunatic. The guy's just staring. A fucking like, word in edgewise. The guy's trying to have fun. It's a Sunday afternoon. He's got his base on his lap. Like, yeah, it's going to be fun going to Suttering John Show. And the guy's just like, I'll see you in New York. It's like a fucking wrestling promo. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this continues. He doesn't get straight. But that takes a special kind of creep to go after somebody's children. Special kind of creep. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I don't take that lightly. I don't. You know? And, it you know, it shows what a soul the guy has. This is a political You know, show. that attacks young children. Teenagers. Anyway. Let's get on to the show. I have a lot of things to talk to you about. All right. I guess. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, okay, finally. So now we're like 40 minutes into their conversation, and he gets distracted by the chat again. I'm telling you, John, this is not a good show format for you. You should not be interacting with the trolls. No. You're really bad at it. They set you off. They trigger you all over the place. This is great. The, the guest has to tell the host how to stay on track. Uh, you know, these people, JRK... J.R. Carr, have you apologized to Aunt Angela Belcamini for creeping on her? I ain't creeping on her at all. Watch. Yeah, people just trying to stir up crap. I rec- who even knows if Anthony said anything? They're just trying to get me all wild. But let, let, Let's focus on the post office. We are almost there. Yeah, yeah, I know, but these people, right? I mean, I didn't creep on her. Anyway, she's like a kid. But anyway. Um, <laughs> he can't stop himself. I think he's got to yeah. be on something, right? Probably, I mean, he's got mental problems for sure, but that's acting least, very a weird. Six pack of Coors Light down, you know, yeah. and then something else. But he's on something else because that's odd behavior for yeah. someone who's live on the internet. You, if you're having a <laughs> guest on, you can't be looking at that'd a be rude. Chat feed. That'd be rude if you were just had someone over to your house to hang out. Yeah. Let alone interview on a show. Right. If, I, if you came over and I'm just like, these fucking assholes, Andy. <laughs> this guy just tweeted me. He's a fucking cocksucker. Yeah. He's like, I, I guess I'll go. All I'll right. see myself out. Yeah. The fuck? It's no way to keep a show on track. And of course, this guy is the worst at segues. He has these people on who are political pundits, who are trying to make a name for themselves. This guy was in the, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. This guy was in an intelligence agency. And he has to ask if he smokes weed. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, Eric, are you a weed smoker? I am not. How can you be a musician and not be a weed smoker? Come on. Well, I worked in the intelligence world. Remember that? Uh, and in D.C. Yeah. Judd, uh, remember you actually had like serious guests on. We're trying to take down the dotard known as Donald Trump. Remember <laughs> the whole mission? Yeah, but hold on a second. Let's talk about speed weed. Yeah, I got to promote my speed weed. Uh, and then... Shit. He's, they just start taking questions from people in the chat. Another record. Uh, Trucker Randy, have you guys heard of the band The Isotopes? Have you, Eric? Nope. No, I haven't either. <laughs> Why would you? Oh, you guys got to check out The Isotopes. Trucker Andy, hey, great question. On. Yeah. Trucker Andy's very involved in this. Sweet. And then I guess he gets a little bit racist. <laughs> and then he gets kicked out. On brand. Uh, <laughs> okay. Trucker Andy, I've liked you up until now. 
Thank you for the super chat, but I'm not going to make racist. I'm not going to read anything that's racist, okay? <laughs> so, so Trucker Andy's giving him money, and he's like, oh, okay, I think this guy's trolling me. Trucker Andy is definitely one of your trolls. Yeah. I love when he's confused by people's names that are in his chat room, like Vic's Japanese stepfather. Yeah, Mark P is here, Vic's Japanese stepfather. One day explain to me what the hell that name means. <laughs> and, then, and then he thinks I'm in there. And Croach pointed this out. So ridiculous. Like, everyone's name in there is something ridiculous, but he thinks Carl is me. Yeah. You, you don't think somebody just came up with the name Carl I know. on YouTube? You, <laughs> there's not never been one instance of a person putting their real username right. in a fucking internet feed. I know. It's, it's so ridiculous. But, of course, he starts arguing with who he thinks is Carl. And I guess the person pretending to be me says, hey, John, can I come on your show sometime? So let's find out the answer, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Carl, I'll tell you what. Become somebody. Do something other than talking about me. And then I'll have you on the show. Do something productive in your life. Do something like trying to take down the dotard known as Donald Trump. Oh, that's productive. Go on stage and try and tell jokes and be a stand-up comedian. Do something constructive with your life. <laughs> Instead of basing your whole life on... Can I just point this out? In his world, being constructive are the two things that he does. <laughs> Why aren't you a stand-up comic or a guy who bashes Trump? That's how you live a good life. <laughs> There's other things you could do, Jack. Negativity and taking down... Oh, I got to back that up. Be, do that. Do that. that I'm focused on negativity. With your life. Instead of basing your whole life on negativity and taking down... The success of others. I think he realized as he was saying that, he's like, oh, that's the only thing my show is now, is trying to take down Donald Trump yeah. and take down his success. He's like, why are you doing a yeah. show where you're just trying to take down other people? And just, uh, yeah. Yeah. But when you do that. Your negativity. <laughs> yeah. About the president. You I mean, might <laughs> be able to become a guest on this number one podcast. Number one. With over a million downloads just in the last three months. <laughs> Yeah, when you have an audience like mine, Carla, number one, then maybe will I even consider having you on my podcast? Okay, when you have a fan base as big as mine, when you prank call a president. (laughs) (laughs) These are the things I have to do to get a spot on this show. I have to get a fan base as big as this. Unfortunately, our listeners enjoy the show, so I don't know what it's like to have a bunch of fucking hate listeners. Pre- a, a president, a yeah, he's president got a president. A terrible Get them company. To call we can do you that from today. Air Force One. When you make news on a regular basis, like me, regular. I know. Put it this way, Carla. I have made news, more news in the last two months than you've made in your entire life. Can I just point out? He thinks I asked if I could be on his show. Yeah. This is his response. How This guy's a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> he's a maniac. Like, wouldn't his response be like, Carl, I have no time for you. <laughs> Instead, he's explaining all the reasons why he doesn't want to have you on the show, and they're all nonsensical. From James Carville to me trolling Donald Dickhead Jr. Raw story. I have made more news from my Donald Trump phone call than you have ever made. So when you make that kind of news, then, and only then, will I consider having you a guest. Because right now, you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) 
a loser. You're a nobody. Anyone else see the irony in him going off in over two minutes about what a loser I am? Dude, you're a loser. Yeah. If you wanted to come on my show, I'd either say yes or no. Yeah. I wouldn't go through a whole diatribe. I know. I just want to hear a little bass lick in there. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, that guy's yeah. gone. <laughs> By the way, this so part that I'm playing for you now is after the guest leaves. He goes, all right, I'll, I'll answer some questions now because he's oh, looking for right. super chats. Yeah. That whole portion is taken off of YouTube. I'm glad I downloaded this when I did. Oh, really? Because, yeah, I think he took all of this down. <laughs> he's probably blackout drunk at this point. Oh, God, yeah, no so, doubt. apparently I call him a bad father. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know he's responding to this shit? <laughs> oh, Carl. Oh, Carla, I'm a terrible father, yeah? Well, that's weird. I just visited my kids uh, at, what was it, yesterday, two days ago? We had a great time. I visit my kids all the time, talk to them on the phone all the time. Great relationship with my three kids, all honor students. Yeah, all get scholarships. All, yeah, right, all, come on. All brainiacs. Bullshit. We have great relationships. I love my kids. I was the best father, you idiot was this guy is triggered so hard when you talk about his kids that I, that's understandable but but, but why like, would you, you even respond to that right, why even acknowledge shouldn't... it i'm saying he's a bad father he thinks yeah why would he even respond to that even if it was me and it wasn't how does he not understand that people are just fucking with him how does he not understand that's what i mean he's got to be on something he's no one's that stupid yeah apparently and then not. he realizes he finally triggers in his head he's like oh I don't need to be doing this. But I don't have to defend myself, you idiot. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have to defend yourself. But he continues to defend himself. And this is how he proves he's a great father. Thank you, Sierra Mist. I'm a great dad. Thank you. You ask any of my kids. Any of them. Any of them. I could show you my Father's Day cards. <laughs> That's the one time you have to give a card to your dad. And it's written for you. This one says I'm the number one dad. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit! You should see my shit. mug collection. <laughs> I'm I got also a the great evidence. uncle. Got the evidence that I'm a great dad. <laughs> Father's Day cards. Fucking a! Wow, this shit. I couldn't write this shit. If I was trying to write the worst podcaster having a debate. With his fucking chat room. I couldn't write this. Has any dad ever gotten anything worthwhile on Father's Day ever? It's always like terrible ties and fucking macaroni cards and like shit. You're just like, thanks. I, right in the garbage. I, I can show you the, the macaroni card that I got. <laughs> and John gets asked the question, you ever going to put your stand up online? And <laughs> Please this, do it. This oh my guy, God. This guy still thinks he's a celebrity and still thinks he has something going on. But I don't like to put my stuff online because because then, you know, because then people know your bits. But I will if I'm offered a special from, like, a Netflix or Amazon Prime. Offered a special on Netflix? Oh, my God. Stuttering Jack. It'd be amazing if that happened. Yeah. I mean, they're just giving them away. Rob Schneider's got one. <laughs> Nobody will ever watch. Rob Schneider's a famous comedian. <laughs> stuttering John is Stuttering John. Right. He was a... a a stunt boy for Howard Stern. Yeah. He was just the guy they made do the ridiculous shit that nobody else wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And they wrote it for him. They told him what to do. Don't fuck this up, John. Read the questions off the card. And he routinely fucked it up. Always fucked it up. But that's what stunt boys do. Because then they can make fun of him when he brings back the tape. That's all he ever was, was a stunt boy. Pretends that he was a writer. Which jokes did you write? Well, I, didn't, I actually didn't. I mean, there were lots of writers. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. When Billy Crystal called me an asshole, I said something, and I, you know, I came up with that, so I wrote it. All right. So this is <laughs> fucking he, idiot. He's realizing now. Um, he comes back on his next epi- episode, and the one after this. This is from last Sunday. He comes back Tuesday, and he realizes that he let the trolls get to him a little bit. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. I think he's feeling kind of bad about it. A couple things I want to clear up. Of course, you trolls got into my head while I was doing a podcast on Sunday and started saying that Anthony Cumia was trashing my kids while Bob Levy was there. I kept texting Bob. He didn't text me back, so it was fishy. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was talking about my kids because Bob Levy won't return my text. Well, it turns out he doesn't have Bob Levy's phone number. (laughs) Finally, I DM'd Bob. And Bob said that uh, he changed his number, so he wasn't getting any of my texts. <laughs> he didn't so, want to get them. It turns out Bob said Anthony did not trash my kids. Yeah, he trashed me a little bit about my lawsuit. So I take everything back. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I take everything back! <laughs> what a fucking idiot. After all of that, it turns out uh, I was just reacting to people making shit up, and I probably should have done that. Oops. My bad. Wow. He does still have a problem with Anthony Cumia for one specific reason, though. You know, this is what happens. People get me riled up with BS. So um, I take it back, Anthony. I don't really like that you have that Carl dude on to trash me all the time. And I know you like to take pot shots at me, but that's fine. That's fair game. As long as you stay away from the kids, go do whatever you want to do. Noted. Ooh. Isn't that funny that even both times you brought up Anthony Cumia, the problem he has is that I've been on Anthony Cumia's show. Yeah. And he hasn't, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. I have a better chance to get on Cumia's show than Call me when you're call a president. All right. Um, oh, wow. That was great. So, so Anthony was goofing on the lawsuit. Yeah. And everyone is. <laughs> everyone is. I make news. Yeah, because we're making fun of you. That's the news story. You're an idiot. And uh, this is him explaining how legit his lawsuit is. Uh, because because it's not stupid. It's not stupid at all. In fact, it's a legitimate lawsuit. If you have to say my lawsuit is not stupid, it's not stupid <laughs> at all. Actually, it's legitimate. It's probably not a good lawsuit. Yeah. Someone with a real lawsuit doesn't have to say, it's not stupid. I got a lawsuit. It's not stupid. I mean, it's obviously right. not stupid. How long has he not been on the show? How long has who been, not been on the show? John not been on Stern. Oh, he, he left in 2004. Okay, and how long years. has he been? Like they've been a it's serious. I mean, I'm, it doesn't matter. He left a He's year before serious. He's trying to get like thirty thousand, whatever his annual salary it was, thirty two thousand yeah. dollars annually yeah. for the years between then. I don't know and if that's now. what he's looking for. I don't know what he's looking for. He doesn't explain it very well. Yeah, well, right. But <laughs> I have no idea. He he, he wants them to prove how much money he's made for them, and yeah. then he wants that money. But I mean, it's <laughs> so never going to happen. That's all he's owed. And to- it can't even total. Not it won't. It's not even two million dollars, probably, right? Oh my god! I was watching him. Like, what does he want? I was watching him on uh, Radio Gunk with Monique. Oh, really? Yeah, they were on live he yesterday. Was on? Yeah, he Suttering John was on with Monique yesterday. Really? So I was watching that uh, for a minute, and it was so funny because there's people chatting in there. I was chatting in there a little bit. It was actually Carl. It was actually me in that one. <laughs> I was I was just writing glory days. <laughs> That was like a uh, uh, a poker bluff, but it was real. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so somebody in there 
writes a question and Monique goes, oh, that's a good question. So she asks John, she goes, are you concerned if the lawsuit is deemed frivolous that you'll have to pay the court fees of the other side? <laughs> Long pause. And then he goes, no. Yeah. I don't think it occurred to him. No. I think that was the first time he heard about that. Right. Getting uh, countersued. I bet he's shitting his pants like, oh, they can do that? Yeah. Oh, Because oh. in California, that's something that they can do. Countersue, yeah. <laughs> it's not a fucking secret. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. Um, give shit. This is just a funny thing that he said. when He's always begging people to give him money. And he doesn't understand what Patreon is. You guys know what Patreon is, right? Well, he doesn't because nobody would ever fucking join his. Right. So this is what he says. You know what? If you want to donate, you donate to the podcast through my Patreon, which is PayPal. Through the Patreon, which is PayPal. No. PayPal is very different than Patreon. You don't have a Patreon. You're asking for PayPal donations. I don't want to donate. Thank you. Oh, I just have one last clip that I want to play of Stuttering John. He finally says something funny. And it's been a very long time, and it's well documented. This guy is not a funny person. But he says something that really had me in stitches. Get ready to hold your sides, everybody. You don't have to believe in anything else. I don't, you know, I I know that my lawsuit is sound. Home run, Tommy, home run. Based on factual information. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense, Rick. Oh, even Patrick Hines is laughing at that one. <laughs> wow. How did that happen? It's so insane. Oh, my he gosh. That he actually has a case. I'm sorry that was so long, but Stuttering John just never ceases to provide amazing content. It's an epic saga. That I, is I really not do. Even remotely close to being done. Oh, I know. I love it so much. Apparently, I'm looking at the Discord a little bit here and there. Apparently, he went on live today, which he doesn't normally do. He had his attorney on. <laughs> Um, oh, that's you. Still you be live now. Oh, so that'll be interesting to see. Let's go live. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what his attorney has to say to Stuttering John's lawyer about this. We should have potted that up. Shit, you should have dropped in the. I should have big gay ale. Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting to see hmm. what his attorney has to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even. I, I know, can't wrap it's, it's my brain I, I can't either. Yeah. It's hard to describe his meltdown. Like what? We're watching it in real time, and it's fascinating. Why don't his kids who love him so much tell him that? Yeah, Dad, get off the internet. Yeah. Dad, just spend a week off the internet. Speedweed won't care. Speedweed will be fine if you don't Reading advertise. Reading the chat is insane. It's so stupid. Speaking of people who should not be podcasting and are so stupid. You know, it's no different than, you know, a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do. Brand new Politipod came out from our friend Tom Myers. God. And Andy went ahead and did some homework for us on this one. I mean, I just... We'll just take it joke by joke. Yeah, that's the way to do it because they're all terrible. Fucking bad. <laughs> I was listening to this last night. Oh, you I, did? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I hope Andy just clipped everything. I did because it's all <laughs> it's all so nonsensical and ridiculous. He has no idea how to structure or write a joke that's funny. Yeah, he has no idea. Like he understand. I think he understands what jokes are, but there's just a disconnect into like what makes a joke funny. Right. He and, can't figure that out. And there's no personality behind anything the reading of it is terrible can't you hear us getting fired up (laughs) can't you hear us taking it way down when it's a fucking dud can you take hear us freaking out when it's ridiculous don't give away all our secrets i know but it's just like everything is a monotone bore fest it's just so unlistenable 
So let's right. fucking get started, man. Word on the street, clip 13. Oh, wow. We got a lot of clips on here. Good. All right. Yeah. This is the word from the street. I'm Tom Myers. Donald Trump has been tampering with the post office so much that their new slogan is, what can orange do for you? So this is what I mean. So what can brown do for you was uh, the tagline for UPS. Correct. So in his mind, he's like, all right, well, this guy's orange. This joke, for a lot of reasons, should work somehow, but he did it wrong. Right. He didn't execute on it correctly. Yeah, he's, there's, it's all just a monotone, low-hanging fruit, bullshit. Samantha B would have got a chuckle out of someone with that joke. She yeah. would have delivered it in a way that oh. would have gotten a chuckle. Oh, God. Speaking to somebody that's insufferable. She's insufferable. Oh, God. But Tom Myers reminds me of like the male version of Samantha B. Yeah, that's a good comparison, yeah. honestly. All right. Let's go. Next joke. I'm just going to go in order, right? Let's just, just, just keep bang going. them out. Let's oh, do God. it. All right. Donald Trump says he's done more to help black people than everybody else, including Lyndon Johnson and John Lewis. Ironically, the only evidence Donald Trump provides that he helped black people is by doing the thing his supporters don't want to do. Let a whole bunch of black people out of prison. Okay, I don't know what the joke was there. Yeah. That's supposed that, to be a joke, right? Well, it's supposed to... I think it's more just like Trump doesn't like black people. <laughs> and, this, and his supporters don't like black That's people, It's not funny, too. yeah. It's not funny. Yeah. It's depressing. <laughs> it is depressing. All right, let's keep going. White House spokesperson Kaylee McEnany is the personification of Trump's everything is fine narrative that she's this decade's Baghdad Bob. Yep, she's COVID Kaylee. Because it's sound, they, they both have C sounds yeah. at the beginning of their name. Terrible Tom. As you know. <laughs> Terrible Tom Myers. As you guys know. Is that a joke? I sit down and I write jokes and I try to write jokes, topical things. This is what the isotopes do, right? Right. So every time we have a show, I try to write topical jokes like this. This is something that I might have workshopped a little bit and I played around with it a little bit. And you just throw it out. You just go, it just didn't work. <laughs> and that's funny. fine. And every, any joke that you hear the ISOPS announcer say, I wrote eight others that are, are even worse than that one. Yeah. Even if that wasn't that funny, right. eight of them got thrown out. Yeah. This fucking asshat thinks that everything he writes down needs to be on a podcast. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. I Unless know. he's throwing out shit worse than that. Yeah. There's, I can't admit. Are there outtakes? Where's the put upon outtakes? Well, there's I'll sign up for the Patreon. There's another woman. <laughs> there's another woman that does like an identical segment to yeah. this. Where oh, there's, she... th there's, there's three people who do that. This oh, all right. Yeah. Word from the street. Well, I didn't listen to the third one, but yeah, good. the the second one I did hear, and it, she sounds like amazing compared to this. Just, <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's actually pretty good. I These guess. are adults. This isn't like a college project. No. It sounds like college kids pretending to be on a college station or something. Yes. These are adults doing this because they think they're funny. All right, let's see what else is going numbing. People are speculating that Donald Trump's brother Robert died of COVID-19. Okay, let's yeah. start this over. That's okay. wrong. I, I, I hate to say this. I actually did like this joke. This is, a good this is joke? the only one that I liked. Okay. All right. Let's check out. People are speculating that Donald Trump's brother Robert died of COVID-19. That's wrong to say things like that if they may not be true. He probably killed himself because his brother is such a fuckhead. <laughs> that is a good joke. God damn it. <laughs> I got to give credit where credit's due. That would All make right. me laugh. All right, Tom. More of that. Yeah. More of that. That's funnier it, than dotard. Yeah. Fuckhead. It can be done. Stuttering John, maybe you should change up your <laughs> thing. 
But like one, right. out, one out of eight is a pretty sad ratio, though. All right, let's keep going. Donald Trump announced that no one should buy Goodyear tires because they don't support people who wear Make America Great Again hats. With all the Goya beans they've been eating lately, their farts will blast them so far that they don't need a vehicle with tires to get where they want to go. Oh, see, this is the this is the hack thing. Yeah. Where he knows he's got to connect it to Goya, you know. <laughs> I don't have to explain Beans why. Beans are the this... musical fruit. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> like, Christ, man. I'm not going to take the long way around to get there. I mean, didn't we all see where that was going? You saw my expression like halfway in. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, Carl's go. got his head in his hand. Jesus Christ, yeah. a fart joke. Well, right. Good one. And it, again, this even this next clip, I put word economy. That one was, you know, it took so it took much so to, long like, to get there. turn the ship around to get to a fucking <laughs> fart joke. It's so bad. Yeah. It's such a bad joke. He should be embarrassed that he thought that. Right. And this next one is more of the same. Dinesh D'Souza criticized Kamala Harris for identifying as African-American and said, by comparison, he wouldn't be able to identify as a block of cheese. He's got a valid point as cheese is universally loved by billions of people all over the world, unlike Dinesh D'Souza. All right. the end. Yeah, it, it should have just been like, except people like cheese. Right. People like cheese. Right. That doesn't make sense. People like cheese. That's, that's how you do that. Yeah. The reason why that's not a good comparison is because cheese is enjoyed by billions of people from many different countries. Yeah. And uh, Dinesh D'Souza, yeah. not so yeah. much. If you remember, I was referring to him at the beginning of the joke. <laughs> you might remember that this is about Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Oh, this is like how did not write a joke 101. It's so rough. Wow. It's, oh, God. It's like ear sandpaper. By the way. We have on the wheel of consequences at the creep off. Go to his restaurant. We have to eat at his restaurant in Baltimore. Yeah. If uh, if we spin that consequence. Yeah. And I was just thinking, if I go in there and he's my host, I assume he's the hostess. Hostess. Can I ask him to tell me jokes? Yeah. Is that rude? Because everyone's like, oh, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke. But he's kind of not a comedian. Yeah. So I think it's all right. I think it's appropriate. Ugh. Let's hear another dud. Yep. Conservative podcast host Deanna Lorraine tweeted that George Floyd's family was able to speak at the Democratic convention because they offered them free meth. That's very tone deaf. Everyone knows meth is made in Trump country. That's just, that's the I know you are, but what am I of jokes. Okay, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> it sucks. Yep. The gun-wielding lawyer couple in St. Louis is having a part in the Republicans convention. They're old school. They just offer them cocaine. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. Hmm. Play it again. Yeah, what's we'll your The gun wielding lawyer couple in St. Louis is having a part in the Republicans convention. They're old school. They just offer them cocaine. So that's who build, is, that's building who's on the old meth school? joke. No, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Is it the Republicans offering the the couple cocaine? Is it the cocaine? Or, or, I, 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 I don't fucking know what he's talking about. <laughs> the only person who's getting cocaine is Sutter John. Let's just be honest here. Babble, babble, babble. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right. I'm, I'm getting tired of this, but we have the Dick Payne segment. The Dick we Payne have to segment. talk about Dick Payne. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's start at the end with okay. the Dick Payne thing. I picked up on a crutch. It's just like this little writing thing that... I assume he's writing all this shit and saying, here, please read it. Like, all the callers are I reading. I thought the callers were him. 
I thought he was no, doing no, no. both definitely voices. Not. Oh, there are women and stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's definitely him <clears throat> writing out what the callers need to say sure. to make him sound clever. Of course. Yeah, that's what this like whole bit is. The equivalent of, I think it's, there's two famous examples of this. One is, uh, I think, Ace Ventura, um, where th- there's this guy dressed as the Monopoly man just so that Ace Ventura can make a joke about the way that the guy is dressed. Right. And then in Gross Point Blank, John Cusack's sister is dressed up like in a marching band outfit so he can call her Sergeant Pepper. Okay. It's like, you wrote this shit. Right. It's not clever to be like, oh, you know. and well, It's not a clever gag. Right. To rip on someone who's doing something they wouldn't do. Right. Or something you made them do. Correct. You know? But at any rate... This is a little crutch in his writing that I picked up on in clip okay. 25. The I mean, like, this is like a segue that people use. Mm-hmm. And there's four bits that he wrote, yeah. and they all use it. Let's okay. just hear it real quick. It doesn't It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're son of the top of confidence. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean. So everybody says right. it in these clips. So you right. know he wrote it all. Obviously, yes. All right. Okay. So let's just go into Dick So the Payne. Dick Payne segment on this show is he's like a talk show host taking callers. Yeah. And giving each one their comeuppance yeah. for what they say because he's so witty and smart. Right, right. And I just wanted to play that so that when you hear it in the right. things, you'll be annoyed by it the way I was. Good. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dick Payne, and we're going to go ahead and take your calls now so we can go ahead and start an insightful political discussion. Or you can go ahead and blabber on about the garbage you normally do. So let's go. Hello, you're on the air with Dick Payne. Hey, Dick. Um, my mom doesn't want me to go to Chick-fil-A because of, you know, the whole being against gays thing. But I've been kind of going there without her knowing. And they have these really hot girls there I like talking to. I mean, I don't want to disrespect my mom or gay people or anything. But I want to keep talking to these girls who work at Chick-fil-A. Am I doing something bad by doing that? Not at all. You know, sometimes bigotry can be a hot piece of ass. What? What a stupid call that is. <laughs> what a ridiculous... Uh, first off, you don't go to Chick-fil-A because there's hot chicks there. You go to Chick-fil-A because the sandwiches are delicious. Right. And Everyone knows that. Yeah. And the chicks at work at Chick-fil-A are not hot. Come no! on. Let's be realistic. That's no! not why you're going there. You're not going there because of your religious beliefs or the chicks or whatever the fuck what a stupid phone call yeah and he had no joke for it if you're gonna have a ridiculous setup like that what's the punchline come on oh you're you're a bigot because your dick's hard (laughs) okay is that what okay let's hear another one hello you're on the air with dick Payne. yeah dick i want to say it's ridiculous what's going on with basketball first they suspend the season now they're making all the players not go out in public and stay inside of a bubble just because a few players tested positive for the coronavirus. I mean, Magic Johnson tested positive for AIDS, and look how well he's doing. Yeah, but to be fair, Magic never tried to fuck any of the other players. Except maybe Dennis Rodman. What? Timely. <laughs> what is a fuck? Who's fucking the other players now? What is? Why does that even have anything to do with anything? Did Magic and Rodman even play in the league together? Maybe for a couple of years. Maybe. That's so stupid. In, in all fairness, he wasn't trying to fuck the other players. Are there players fucking each other now? What's he talking about? Yeah. And is fucking people the problem with coronavirus? Right. No. Ask Vince hey, roommate. You can still fuck when you have coronavirus. <laughs> you just got to do a doggy style and not farts. Everyone knows that. Like, coronavirus is an AIDS. 
What is stu- uh, okay? It's so again ter- it's the stupidest take. call. It's a Nobody would call with that take, right? Because as soon as we knew he had AIDS, no one wanted to play against him in the NBA. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to His play. His career was over, and it's a lot more difficult to get AIDS. And these people were still like, "I'm not fucking touching that guy." <laughs> he was going uncontested to the hoop. Right, every yeah. He scored 200 points in one game. <laughs> <laughs> It was a fucking another reverse jam from Magic. <laughs> He's heating up. <laughs> oh, let's see this next one. Hello, you're on the air with Dick Payne. Hey, Dick, you ain't gonna believe this. My homie just got me this fly jacket, man. It's top of the line and worn by people like uh, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and Nipsey Hussle. Uh, but uh, there's a problem, man. Apparently, at the store where he got it. They forgot to take the security tag off. So I was just wondering if you knew how I could take this thing off. Uh, just tell everyone the security tag is a Fitbit. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Okay, let's, let's figure out what the fuck was going on right there. So is this did this guy steal this garment? Let's All right, yes. He's wearing so, a stolen jacket. How, let's not forget this fucking dickhead, Tom Myers, said that this podcast is racist. He said and that we're racist. Your fucking bit is black people be stealing. With with police sirens in the back? He's in a bad neighborhood? Yeah. There's a riot going on? How fucking racist is that? What the fuck was going on? What was the joke? Pretend it's a Fitbit? That's not where you wear a Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's where not... do you put your foot Fitbit? Oh, I put it yeah. around my sleeve over here. Yeah. And, and th- <laughs> that's, that the punchline is a shitty punchline with a setup that black people steal everything. Fuck you. By the way, if you do steal clothing, don't call into a radio show to figure out how to get away with it. They're not going to know the answer. This is so stupid. What type of show is this supposed to be? These calls are all over the fucking place. I want to eat a Chick-fil-A. I hate the NBA. I just stole a jacket. What kind of show? What's the show format? What are they talking about? This terrible made-up show is fucking not good. But the host name is Dick Payne. Get it? Yeah. Hilarious. Oh, great joke. Great right, joke. Now, here we go into Last the fucking... It's a callback, so it's clever, right? And, oh, callbacks are always clever and yeah, hilarious. With the fucking worst punchline. I, I already set it up at the beginning of this show. Okay. That it's the most hack bullshit. Keep in mind, he wrote this. He wrote this <laughs> I know. hack punchline. I know. I know. Motherfucker. Hello, you're on the air with Dick. And he has the balls to go after me on Twitter and tell me that I'm not popular, my show's not very good, and then he's putting this out? He's putting this out. Like, why is he confident? Where is he getting his confidence from? No. Why is he having Twitter wars with people? You suck. Oh, God. Fuck you, Tom Myers. Tom Myers, you suck, man. This is terrible. Hello, you're on the air with Dick Payne. Dick, did you just tell my son to go to Chick-fil-A because the girls there were hot pieces of ass? I mean, I knew you were a real piece of work, but of all the despicable things you could say to corrupt my sweet boy, I mean, do you know what those girls will do to him? Just uh, ma'am? with their flirty hair and their breasts pushed up ma'am? to here. Just disgusting. Ma'am? I mean, I knew that you were deliberately obtuse, but of all the misogynistic, brain-dead things that you could... Ma'am. What? By any chance, is your name Karen? Uh, How did you know? Lucky guess. Uh, Hardy fucking har. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I now I'm saying it. I'm so mad. <laughs> Did you tell my son to go to Chick-fil-A because the chicks are hot? No, your son said that's why he went to the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But they have flirty hair. Nobody says that. Yeah. What are you talking about? And their tits are pushed up to here. All right, I'm going. I got yeah. All right, I'm on my way. What are you... <sighs> Has this guy ever listened to a call-in radio show? It's Does he know what they sound like? So annoyingly bad. <sighs> why are other adults letting him put this on their pockets? Why are other people right. involved in this? That's the mystery to me. Right, if he, he was putting this out by himself, he doesn't I'd be want... like, he's a retard. It's fine. What are yeah. you going to do? Other people are like, yeah, I'll do a bit on your show. What? He, yeah, he's not producing this. and They're no, asking him to contribute this shit. He's begging to be a contributor, but still. It's I bizarre. He's begging to get fired. It's sucks <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Holy shit, Andy. Fucking A. Well, we're just getting started. We got to talk about yeah. it. Just kidding. <laughs> we're doing four hours today. All right. I think we've covered all of the major topics that I wanted to cover today. We talked about uh, True Crime Obsessed, a very popular show that really is hard to listen to. Yeah. And frankly, frustrating. Frustrating I mean, to it, listen to. As people that participate in the podcast world, hearing that that is so popular is hard to... Uh, hard to deal with it's depressing yeah for sure all right we also talked about stuttering john and his lol suit with sirius xm fucking idiot it's so great uh our buddy tom myers dick is back on the scene so you know what that means it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show let's do it this is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be re- reviewing on next week's WATP, and it's meant to get people excited about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do this if it turned people off. Yeah. I do it because people go, oh, that sounds like that'll also be fun. I had a lot of fun today. Right. Maybe I'll have a lot of fun next week what also. What gross thing are people fucking next week? <laughs> Let's find out. Here we go. I got, I got into plenty of arguments about Digi. And one of the biggest points that just pisses me the fuck off, it just makes me angry as hell, is just, so, the whole point of the transgender movement, right, is that every fucking human being has the right to go by the gender that they prefer, correct? Yeah. Despite, like, what they fucking do with their time, or what kind of person they are, correct? Am I off base here? Oh, absolutely, man, 100%. (laughs) <laughs> you should have said no because I asked if I was off base so you saying yes means that I'm wrong <laughs> sorry sorry uh, anyway yeah so this is a show called the dickheads podcast <laughs> what these guys do is they summarize they're like the wrap up show for the dick show oh, okay yeah yeah and they've been through multiple iterations. I was actually on the Dickheads podcast uh, a couple of years ago, maybe now. But apparently this is a new iteration. This is a suggestion that came in from Riley. And the reason why we're doing it is because Sean, the audio engineer, right. will be co-hosting WATP with uh, me next week. Yeah, yeah. And what I love about this opportunity with Sean is that Sean doesn't listen to any podcasts. He's on the Dick Show. He's in the middle of all this crazy drama and nonsense, and he knows nothing about it. He's oblivious to That's it. That's awesome. So I'm excited to play some of these podcasts that are talking about his podcast. He has no idea 
what they're saying and how they're saying it. I mean, right. Nobody does. Also yeah, that's, shit, but that's very anyway, funny. Anyway, I thought that'd be fun. Right. It's all like subreddit, Discord, drama with yeah. Digi who's been on this podcast. And I got to point out that I did not know it was going to be about people fucking weird shit. And that's exactly <laughs> what this is about. Of course it is. That's why I left. By the way, Digi, who has been in the news a lot recently, if you follow uh, the Dick Show, is the only person who's been both to my house and Dick Masterson's house. He's been live in studio both places. uh, He's a famous creature. What a a distinction that is, huh? All right. So... Coast um, to coast, creep. Yes. Like, we don't have a problem with Digi over here. I just busted his balls. So, (laughs) Andy... uh, His lady balls. Andy, I want to thank you so much. For coming on the show. You're welcome. It's always a delight having you on here. We did the, I feel like you were just on. We did a bonus show yeah. a couple weeks ago that was awesome. This has been fantastic. Yep. Anything you want to plug, my friend? No. Uh, well, you know, usually I have like a gag plug, but yeah, I would say, that would be good. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. Go, go check out my bands, Heat Seeker and Amanda Lee Pierce and the Driftwood Sailors. Those people, they, a lot of artists aren't able to make money these days and. I have a lot, a lot of famous, not famous, talented people that uh, are just kind of like hamstrung yeah. musicians that aren't allowed to make money anymore. So It sucks. Um, yeah. Our Isotopes gig that was booked for September 13th is now canceled because yeah. the New York State Liquor Authority made this rule that you can't promote live music or sell tickets in advance. Yeah. It's just fucking nonsense. Right. It so sucks. I, iTunes are cheap. If you like the show, download some I, Isotopes music. Amanda Lee Pierce is Amanda probably, Lee Pierce is great. Yeah, she was great. on The Voice. She was a contest- she was on Gwen Stefani's she's team great. on The Voice. Yep. Brendan from Heatseeker, he uh, guitar techs for Suicidal Tendencies, and he tours. <laughs> Dropped with- off fast. She was on a hey, national television show. This guy's a guitar tech. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Well, but yeah, I'm kidding, he, to- he tours. He tours with Sheer Terror and Madball. Yeah. I mean, these are like national acts that are touring around that he should be playing with, and he- and he's not playing with them now. So yeah. download some of their music. Sounds good. Andy's brother Joe, anything you want to plug? No, I've been sitting here with my bass the whole time. <laughs> Wait for the show to start. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Don't say mm. shit for okay. attention. Great it's show. So good job, everybody. Mom, great job, everyone. <laughs> Bullshit! Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? It's boring as shit! Fucking things suck! Yes, You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Reviews, reviews, reviews. With Vic. Vic. Hello. 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 We, we she missed made you. it. We missed you last week. 
Oh, I know. I was traveling to my mom. Are you calling from a Flying J truck stop? No, I'm I'm uh, calling in from a park, so I my mom doesn't know how big of an embarrassment I am to her. <laughs> I'm sure people will tell her. <laughs> are you <laughs> dog? Are, are you dog walking this podcast? Uh, kinda. It's not. It's not little leaguing, at least. <laughs> That's good. Vic, do we have new reviews that you have prepared that you'd like to read? You have quite a few, actually. Great. Um, you got some hate from uh, the Two Bears One Cave. Oh, really? Those fans found us. Found out about us. Just a couple. Um, they fucking eat peanut butter on their show. How are they defending yeah, yeah, these ass Eating peanut butter is a show. Fuck you guys. Jesus. I thought we were doing the game where you don't tell us if these are bad or good reviews. Oh, right. We wanted to get back on Bring that. that back. Good call, Andy. It's, All right. It's still a mix-up. It's still a mix-up. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so this is a uh, review. It said, it's a podcast. It's a podcast, I guess. That's it? And that's that. Yeah, oh. that's it. So uh, five stars. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. You guessed it. All right. Yeah. Um, and then you got another one. Uh, honest review. It's a podcast that hates yep. all other podcasts. Nobody in sight, no interesting guests, what? and no style or substance. Waste no of time. No interesting guests? Well, that's how Andy's it. here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what are you Nick talking Mullen's about? favorite podcast co-host, Andy. Come on. That's insane. Wait, no we like Rappaport. Rap oh, yeah. We like, we like the show once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Haters gonna hate, man. What are you gonna oh, do? Uh, oh yeah, and obviously that is a one star. Um, but here's the uh, two bears one cave. It's a bit of a mouthful. It says these dudes are low and loose. I'm in a poly relationship, and my wife's boyfriend Brett was in the middle of feathering it when he told me this podcast had some cool stuff. Um, cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But so far, all I've seen is just a bunch of pup play. Here's the deal, man. I'm home here now, and I just finished my daily 64-ounce growler of Kool-Aid when I heard these chomos, <laughs> and they're lucky they don't get the baby raper stamp. I had to take about 10 to 12 Benadryl to sit through an episode. You should have followed That's a five Proto. five star. It's gotta be. What? That's not one story. It's genuine. Your mom's house references. Is that what that is? Uh, all your mom's your mom, house. That shit? low and loose is your mom's uh, house. Okay. Shit. Uh, I need. I need this to be. I need yeah. this to be. <laughs> Thanks, John. I need this to be backed up to the beginning <laughs> and explained to me front to back. It's I didn't understand yes. anything that. Was well, said. now I know why Patrick Michael's using the word Chomo because he watches Tom Segura. He's a big oh. fan. Yeah, I've heard Chomo. It's a oh, prison child molester right. code, right? Yeah, yeah, I know that. We've talked about it on this show, Andy. That's yeah. why you know that. From when I was convicted and put in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, also I think we talked about it when we talked about R. Kelly on the creep off. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Anything God. Else? Um, and then. Uh, I, you got a you got a a star rate or well, you know a question mark star rating from angry in Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck okay. you. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's why I fucked her up. <laughs> All right. What did the person from Arkansas oh, say? And then. <laughs> he said, "I'd give this podcast lower than five stars if that were possible." Carol is a right-wing asshole who just needs to get into a cuckold relationship to point him in the right direction. But the worst part of the show is Vic. 
Vic hasn't Vic hasn't anyone ever told you women belong in the kitchen and not on podcast? Uh, now make me you a can sandwich. Hear your vibrator through the call. <laughs> <laughs> She's flicking her oh bean while eating that one. Oh, it's about me. So what? Less oh, than five absolutely. stars? That could be four stars then. Four no, and a half? I, I think that was the joke. Yeah. I like so it. It's a five star? Oh yeah. But yeah, it's, a, word. it's a five okay, star. Good, I, yeah. love it. I like that one. Very nice. And I like that you're getting off during the segment. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have today. All, all the other ones were kind of boring. Just, oh, what the fuck is this right, show? Vic, one we star. have a lot to discuss with you, obviously. Let's hit a uh, voicemailer to get us into it. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Phil My Heart responded to Vic's uh, partial takedown of them or attempted teardown of them <laughs> on uh, last week's WATP. But, you know, it's, it is funny. It's, it's good, actually. And I still think you should review their show. But the thing that really got me was that the um, kind of the background for their YouTube video showed both of their faces. And um, I think it's Parker Newman, the mushmouth guy. Yeah. Looks like what happens if Kiwi Chris somehow was able to breed with Jason Alexander. And it is worth, <laughs> worth looking him up because he is a... He's quite the odd-looking individual. But it, actually, they came to light from what they said that uh, Vic had actually matched with him on Tinder. <laughs> Vic, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's a good question. So I want to clear something up because people are very confused about this. The image they use for their podcast is yeah. a joke because they're both looking like Dr. Phil. They yeah, have bald Dr. heads Dr. and Phil's mustaches. Haircut. Yeah, yeah. But it's because it's about Dr. Phil. They don't actually look like yeah. that. Okay. People are all confused. Like, these guys are in their 20s. Why do they look like this? Like, <laughs> well, it's dummy. It's about Dr. There, Phil. There, oh, somebody misunderstood something <laughs> on the internet. All right. So let's talk about this, Vic. Obviously, you came in hot <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. You wanted to make fun of uh, the Fill My Heart podcast because one of the guys, the less attractive guy, hit on you and you didn't appreciate that carl didn't want to blow that guy yeah. he wanted to blow the other guy <laughs> the less well attractive I, guy. when i say less attractive oh, I, what i mean by that is uh vic even said the other guy has a hot girlfriend that she would fuck oh. so i assume the other guy's the attractive guy okay she's probably wishes that that was the guy hitting on her which is why she oh, was upset God. about this i don't know i'm speculating no. explain it to me no, vic no, no. Well, okay, well, okay, let me clear something up. I matched with the with the uh, Jew fro on Tinder because, like, I just swiped right on everyone because I just wanted to make fun of people. Um, and I want, I wanted, like, for a while, my, like, uh, bio was, like, roast me. Um, and I just wanted to be made fun of. I like this trolling Tinder angle that you have going. That's it's very fun. cool. <laughs> yes. In a sad way, like trolling unfuckable oh, guys yeah oh yeah you know there's Ve veggie veggie fajita i saw uh, the show that you were on where they were going through a personality test with you it's weird uh -huh. like i get home from band practice on uh band practice on tuesday night <laughs> and i'm looking at the discord and they're like oh vic is on some show right now so i i, I popped that on sweet and watched vic um go through uh, a whole so they put that they popped it in the discord is the reason why i'm bringing it up uh to talk about some of your disorders that you have um, I mean, it's a silly, like one of those old magazine tests where you answer a bunch of questions and then, <laughs> and then they tell you what's wrong with you. So I don't know. It's... Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm schizophrenic. Yes. Evidently. Yes. Mm. And you're also, um, obsessive compulsive personality disorder. I'll take that one. I think you just need a lot of attention. The idea that you're swiping right on everybody tells me that you need a lot of attention. That's the goal. Well, uh, yeah. 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 
Okay. Giving your phone number out to anyone and everyone is that's cool. insane. No, that's cool because <laughs> you only get it if you become a Patreon of WATP and you can get the next phone number. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. She oh, responds yeah. to you. Oh, that's something I wanted to ask you too. I'm sorry. I apologize if we're not uh, going through this this whole rebuttal correctly. I'm kind of skipping around. You mentioned on that show I watched you on that you quit your job at Panera Bread. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What's going on? You got a new career? Oh, I, I... Sure, yeah, I'm I'm going into the the military to get more attention. Stop it! What are you talking about? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? We don't have girls in our military. What do you mean? You're right. You're, you're right. Gonna be a Navy SEAL uh, as a now. Transgender woman, you know. I got I got to do it. What branch? Oh, Navy. You are gonna be a Navy SEAL. Dude, you're gonna be yeah, dishonorably discharged in like one day. She's gonna discharge in one day. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going to call someone the gay F-slur and get kicked out. <laughs> I, I think that's still allowed in the yeah. Army or the Navy, wherever you're going. <laughs> your, uh, your drill sergeant is going to be like, that discharge is dishonorable. So get out of here. <laughs> so, Vic, uh, when are we going to lose you as our review girl from the show? I assume that you won't be able to oh, do this anymore. Correct. The, uh, the end of September. Oh, no. I'll be in... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like eight weeks, I'll be you're, in there. You're writing. Fucking... You're writing a book and joining the military. Oh my god! <laughs> that was a positive feedback. Oh yeah, I, all of Discord just fucking j- jumped out of. Well, this seat. gives us an opportunity. I don't like it, but... guys. We could have a contest for our next review girl. I was kidding when I said I wanted to get Jerry Banfield to replace Vic, but now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we, there's a lot of good review girls we can get. We can get PJ. We could get all right. Oh, Digini. Digini can be your next gal. Yeah, that's true. Um, All right. So anyways, we we tried to make fun of Fill My Heart. They came back and made fun of our segment and did a pretty good job. I assume you listened to all of that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Um, But the the funniest part of it is I didn't even go after Drew because Drew is actually like pretty funny in that fucking show. It's honestly just um, Parker Newman, who is just such a fucking anchor. He just brings everything to a fucking halt. I agree. I do agree. It's yeah. Parker's for you. All right. Well, hey, you know, not everybody can be the Andy of the show. <laughs> All right. Oh here's, a, here's another voicemail with uh, something for Vic. What the fuck is up, rubber dicks? Has anyone commented on how the way dicks Vic fucked me? says hello it, it sounds like she perpetually has a massive cock in her mouth like <laughs> that's all that's all that's why Fuck people you. like it answer the question Vic. is there a massive cock in your mouth no 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 not at all it's well, a micro penis speaking of your mouth uh there's an australian who i know you hate who decided to defend you and stick up for you oh what a sweetie G'day, this is a random Australian caller. I'm actually calling in to defend that dumb slut, Vic. Everyone's been giving her a really hard time lately about her face, and honestly, I think they're being a little too harsh. I think Vic has an attractive face, but what I can't stand is that she pokes her tongue out in every single Instagram picture. That shit is obnoxious, and it has gotten to the point that when I'm going through her Instagram, I do need to cover her face, because if I don't, then I just cannot ejaculate. You know that when Australians uh, ejaculate, it goes in the opposite direction. (laughs) Fun fact. So this is a fun fact, a little behind the scenes. Vic and I are Instagram buddies, IRL. 
if that's a thing. Okay. And oh, yeah. she does stick her tongue out every single foot. It's like her thing. She well, she got doxxed. Of course, I went and became friend. I followed Vic. Oh, so we're all friends with Vic yeah. on Instagram. She's no Peggy Hill. Come on. Be nice, people. <laughs> oh, look at that. Andy is uh, white knighting for you now. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? I can already hear the yeah. Doug White in memoriam tribute to Vic. Oh, he's going to be so upset about this. <laughs> Vic, why the, why the tongue out thing? What's that all about? I don't know. I just can't help it. I think it's part of my uh, obsessive uh, or maybe my schizophrenic disorder mm-hmm. where um, if I don't post a picture with my tongue out, like I just think I'm like a three. Hmm. You think uh, so? It brings me up because it's like, ooh, like is I don't know, like she seems a little uh, whorish if her tongue is out, uh, so she's more attractive. Oh, so it's for, for your dick. It's for attention. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this is making sense. Incels want to put their dick on it. I get it. Uh, um, all right. I'm advertising. This is someone calling in about uh, crows. This is Mitch again. I forgot to say. Uh, Croge sounds exactly like Artie Lang, way more than he did uh, than he does Alex Jones. Anyway, bye. <laughs> I agree, but except for the punchlines, yeah, Artie Lang <laughs> with his raspy voice tells jokes. They have the same nose. <laughs> ah, brutal. <laughs> um, Just kidding, Croge. Oh, by the way, so the Peggy Hill thing that I guess podcast hitman put in the subreddit. Okay, and then it, it, it caught on. People really like this. <laughs> You know, Vic is Peggy Hill, and Podcast Hitman needs credit for it, so he called in. Hey, Carl, it's Podcast Hitman. So I hear all the Victards are uh, the coming after me. Well, that's fine. I got time before my kid's born. So you guys want to meet up, and you want to take care of business, meet me in Gary, Indiana. If you want to find me, I'll be in front of the big Jackson 5 memorial. Otherwise, you got something to say about the fact that you worship Peggy Hill. Go stick it in your propane tank. All right. Later. Meet me on the court. <laughs> yeah. Rap battle on the court. Maybe crippled Jesus can challenge you to a dance off. <laughs> um, all right. This is again about Vic. Vic's becoming popular in the voicemail segment. I know, what is again. our voicemail segment going to turn into? There was a gone? lull for a little while, but now it's coming back to all Vic. Hi, Carl. Silent majority here. This is how we talk. Um, just wanted to let you know. We don't like Vic. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> Silent majority yeah. called in with a hot take. Short and concise. Good. I like it. Well done. Tucker Dixon, who might still be in our uh, Discord, he was hanging out earlier, called in and he had uh, something he wanted to correct from a previous episode. Hey, Carl. Tucker Dixon here. Uh, I just want to point out one thing. George Washington Carver didn't make peanut butter. That was uh, made by somebody else here. Let me see here. Uh, Marcellius Gilmore Edson. So all the jokes, every fucking joke in Two Bears, One Cave is fucking based on an idiotic lie that would have taken them three seconds to look up. That's one of those weird facts that I thought everyone knew. George Washington Carver came up with hundreds of uses for the peanut but did not make peanut butter. Anyway, stop laughing back there. Uh, anyways, Tucker out. Call me back. The only thing interesting about that, the reason why I really wanted to play it, nothing, is but... because Bert Kreischer has an entire bit about that. 
<laughs> like that's part of his stand-up routine. Yeah. He hasn't done that research. He hasn't Googled that to figure out if that's true or not. I can't believe Bert Kreischer didn't do any research. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, good point. Yeah. All right. I got uh, one more voicemail. Someone was checking out uh, my band and producer Chris's band, the Isotopes. Hey, Carl. So I'm checking out your Isotope stuff. And honestly, I think it's pretty good. But I'm just wondering, how come you guys don't have a vocalist? Like, I know you're supposed to be an instrumental rock band, and you might be, oh, that's the answer. But, like, I feel like people would actually listen to this if you had a vocalist. Okay. Call me back. You might be out of something there. (laughs) It should be Croach. Croach has a beautiful voice. (laughs) We've definitely played songs where Croach is saying. (laughs) Why doesn't the Isotopes have a harp player, Carl? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I know that it's rock and roll music, and typically we don't see that, but... Hmm. Oh, boy. All right, Vic, is there anything else that you wanted to say? I wanted to give you a chance to kind of uh, give your rebuttal to the uh, segment that the guys at Fill oh, My, my heart. heart. Yeah. No, uh, just the, like they made some good points. Uh, just uh, I hate how they try to analyze everything for no reason after like five minute conversations with me. And then, uh, I mean, in that rebuttal uh, to my segment that they made, um, it's a lot just like their podcast. You know, Drew makes all the heavy hitters and then Parker just laughs and then makes like one one comment so that was pretty good i uh, i enjoyed it that made me laugh i don't know a lot about their show i enjoyed that segment quite a bit but i think the one thing i figured out is that parker needs to find a better co-host or no drew drew Uh, Drew, Drew Drew. needs to find a co-host that doesn't just distract from what he's trying to do yeah oh fantastic Yeah. yeah I guess agree? I would. Yeah, well, I would agree if you know. I guess I'd. It's have like to when win. I had Kevin. You know, I guess I'd like, have Jesus, to... guys, just make it hard. Yeah, I guess I. <laughs> well, I don't know. I like Kevin a lot more than you, Carl. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring back that fat bastard. Point. I guess I'd have to listen to any of that to understand what you're talking. Oh, about. you haven't listened nah, to it. I, what do I, I don't give a fuck. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but all right, fair enough. Vic, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm sorry to to see you going a little bit. Um, any drop that you'd like we, us to play in we, the drop we request? hate to see you go but we love to watch you leave <laughs> is that how that goes <laughs> that old gag Vic uh, no no I mean I don't know maybe like review fucking Alex Jones again Carl come on oh, yeah, yeah, what are you doing um, that was your best episode it is a good episode we, we will do Alex Jones again I definitely want to get back to that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. No, I was asking, I want to end the show on a, with a drop. Whereas Hilton should have been all day on the, for uh, True Crime Obsessed. I should have heard Pernod yeah. Hilton all day. No geez Louise. Jeez, no oh, geez Louise. okay. Yep, you're right. This is this is how we're, we're ending the show. Uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. See you. Jeez Louise.